developments have had as great an impact on our lives as these two idiots. Thought tells me you two are pretty good. Best in the company. Golly, I'm so impressed. You're talking about line of sight. Yeah, that's right, exactly. Welcome to Line of Sight. This is episode 128 for March 15th, and my name is Adam. And my name is Nathan. And this week, we will continue going through the Jurassic Park slash World franchise, where we finally switch from park to world. I don't actually call it that. I would say it's a Jurassic Park movie. There's no Jurassic World franchise. These are Jurassic Park movies. I just realized we started a month early for these. I know. I I <laughs> I was looking ahead because uh, I saw the trailer again for the new one. It's like, oh, that won't be out for... Another month. Yeah. So we'll have a gap. <laughs> we didn't really plan that, though. It was just like, well, let's just do Jurassic Park. Right. And we just started doing them. So That's okay. I mean, we could space them out <clears throat> if we wanted to. Um, these last two. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. But yeah, no, I thought for some reason it came out in May. But the original came out... In June, so I'm sure they would like to do it near the original. Just make it a nice bookend. How long mm-hmm. do you think they'll wait until there's another one? Yeah, I don't know because they're it, money makers. It's advertised as like the f- the conclusion to the Jurassic something. Right. <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah. If anything. I could see them doing, I don't know, That's uh, it's interesting, maybe maybe there'll be answers in the movie, but uh, I almost feel like they'll do a prequel, right? <laughs> or a completely unrelated, it's, it's hard because you, you want to tie it to the theme park thing, so if you're going to reboot it. They already kind of did that, so um, to reboot it again, I don't know where they could go. Right. So, listeners, we are doing Jurassic Park 4, Jurassic World. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. 2015, Um, the year... Of Force Awakens and Mad Max. <laughs> Fury Road. Hmm. That's interesting. Three soft reboots. Yeah. Box office for this baby? Unbelievable. It is truly unbelievable. $1.67 billion. <laughs> Like, that's a lot of money that's a lot of money and like it's 
Interesting, because in the last one, we were talking about Jurassic Park 3 and how diminishing returns. And it's just like mm-hmm. how, I guess this is, yeah, you've got to space it out a little bit, right? Give uh, people what they want. And, yeah, for some reason, this took off. They put money into it, obviously. This looks like it costs a lot more than Jurassic Park 3. But, mm-hmm. yeah, crazy. 1.6. Like, it was, I know at the time it was making records, but, like, who knows what records those were. Like, that weekend or whatever, and it's always inflation and all this stuff. But, uh, it was. This is crazy. I I just came across, I was just looking at awards that it won, and this has to do with, uh, money, but fastest time for a movie to gross one billion at the global box office: thirteen days. <laughs> this movie, right? So, well, and I think there's a there's something about this. If we're getting right into it right away, we can talk about other stuff too. But on that point, the global box office makes perfect sense. This is not, yeah. Uh, this is like Star Wars is not as popular in like China and India to make the global market matter as much as other things. I think this movie and Avatar can be explained <laughs> like their success can be explained in that like you can watch this movie with uh, not understanding English. Obviously, they would have mm-hmm. subtitles or dubbed, but you know what I mean? Like, you could have the volume down and you know exactly what's going on. Like, it is not... It is very telegraphed, all that kind of stuff. It's very simple. You look at a lot of mm-hmm. popular Chinese blockbusters or Indian blockbusters, and it's, like, very streamlined, simple... Right, like I think this and Avatar worked well in that realm. Where it's just like, yeah, crazy special effects and very simple story as far as it goes. Yeah, there's a bunch of other uh, Guinness things, and I'm sure they're broken now, but just about. Earning a lot very fast. Yeah. <laughs> Highest Sunday gross, Saturday gross. Fastest to a million, hundred million, two hundred million. Highest grossing domestic opening weekend. This is in 2015, I'm sure. Like, I know Spider Man's crazy right now. Right. So, uh, but yeah, it did pretty well. Yeah. And I think we've mentioned this before, but. I think Jurassic Park is our generation's Star Wars. Came out 16 mm-hmm. years after the original Star Wars, so it is a perfect new generation thing uh, for kids born in the late 80s, early 90s. This is uh, perfect. Uh, yeah, kids born in the 80s. This is their movie, I think, more than others. So I think that's part of the success. 
But yeah. I remember it being talked about. When was Jurassic Park 3? Like 2001? Yeah, around that. uh, So it's a pretty big gap. It's high school. Yeah. Sounds right. Yeah. So it's a pretty big gap Uh, between like those three and this one. So yeah, uh, I remember it always being talked about and thinking it's never going to happen. But then it finally did. I think there was always rumors that Spielberg was going to direct if he liked the script and stuff. (laughs) And boy, were there some scripts. This one, I think, was a fan script, but I read a script or a script treatment, maybe you could call it. It wasn't a full script, but it was like detailing the plot. There were a few things floating around. There's one about um, dinosaurs with guns on them and like yep. mech type suits or something. But then this other one, uh, we had a good laugh reading it. Uh, I know that it involved Tim and Lex, and I think Tim turned out to be the bad guy. Nice. Spoiler alert. Uh, and then. I don't really remember much else other than like evil Tim and a scene as described in this little fan script or whatever it was that said like, uh, like, I don't know if they gave a number, but tons of Raptors running across this field, a la Lord of the Rings, (laughs) which for one, don't remember raptors in Lord of the Rings, but also just like that that's their go-to. Like, just imagine Lord of the Rings, but there's dinosaurs. Right. <laughs> that's the magnitude I'm talking here. <laughs> it was just like, it was the stupidest thing, but it was very entertaining to read, especially aloud with other people. So yeah, there, there were a few things floating around and I don't know that it's very odd that, uh, this is the same year as the force awakens. I didn't even realize that. Um, that was my letterbox review was Jurassic park or Jurassic world. The park awakens. This is, this is basically it, it is like the force awakens, how it's almost, uh, not a remake. They, they change things enough, but it's so very familiar in a lot of things. Although I feel like this is less uh, faithful to the original Jurassic Park than um, Force Awakens really does follow A New Hope for certain beats. But uh, this one's definitely very reminiscent of it and tries to be um, just a new version of it, I guess. Which I like. Um, right. I do like this movie. I will say that right off the top. Yeah, I do not hate this movie at all. I've seen it probably four times now, I would guess. Uh, but I like it less and less each time I watch it, <laughs> which is disappointing, so I should probably just stop watching it. But I think I probably hit the... Uh, barrier or hit the wall today 
watching it. Uh, yeah. I And I've only seen Fallen Kingdom once. And I know I really dislike that one. This... Uh, I should find out on Letterboxd. I'm sure I could find it where, like, my previous ratings, because I know I had it higher. Yeah. And I've gone increasingly lower because this. I feel like this is a (laughs) Justice League scenario where it's like I really wanted it to be better than it was and kept watching it, and then it's like having to admit to myself it's not as good as I think. But... I don't find this movie offensive. I just find it exactly what, like, this is meant in the most non-racist way, but made for the Chinese market. <laughs> like, made for the international market. It is so, like, surface level and truly dumb. Like, people are just, the characters are idiots in this movie. And, yeah. So, but there's a lot of stuff in it that I like. So you're saying the Chinese are idiots? (laughs) Well, I'm saying that you want English, Western movies to be successful internationally. They seem to be like Transformer movies. I think Warcraft was very successful. Like, just very visual simple like i said before you don't have to uh there's no subtlety nothing special about them it's like you could have the volume down and understand exactly what's happening uh yeah but i don't hate it but it does feel like this is a formula this seems more like a computer made this movie than a lot of other things just in the references alone like I have no problem with a quick little reference here and there but it's just like I would I would imagine five minutes don't go by and there's (laughs) something like this movie is not stands on its own or something like that like and I'm not just saying like oh there's dinosaurs in it like the Lost World is not referencing Jurassic Park just because you see a dinosaur. I'm not saying simple stuff like that, but just like like full-on uh, heavy-handed references is what I'm saying. I felt like, yes, there are a lot of references, but it could stand on its own without them. Like It's not like this movie falls apart if the first one didn't exist. Like, there are certain plot and character elements that it, it, right. it relies on the foundation of the first one. But, like, you could have uh, a standalone Jurassic World. Like, yeah. it, it works even without the first no, one. No, I think, well, I don't think you would like it, <laughs> the, the first one, as much as Yeah, well, I, I don't know. I think I would like it. It's just that... Uh, this has, because it's got that flavor built into it that you kind of, yeah, you already are familiar right. <laughs> before you've seen it. It's like, it. uh, like the line someone said of Empire Strikes Back. 
Empire Strikes Back is doing a lot of heavy lifting and supporting that whole franchise. And first Jurassic Park is doing a lot of work. Uh, like just the, by heavy handed, I mean, like the, I think the best example of, of the heavy handed is before we see the T-Rex, when we see it just like uh, when everything's peaceful and you're seeing more of the crowd and the log and stuff. And mm-hmm. the goat and the flare is beside the goat. <laughs> and it's just like you couldn't just have the goat. It's like, no, we got to put the flare beside the goat. As it, like, it's just like that is such a like w- double, like pathetic, like as a director. It's like, just have the goat. Yeah. If that, like, it's like they feed the goat to him in the first one. Okay, we're still feeding goats. That's fine. But and I think even like the sound in that scene is like just lifted from the original. Like it just like sounds the exact same. And it's like why would you have a flare there to get its attention to know that it's like if the animal's that stupid that it doesn't know that a goat's there, it yeah. doesn't deserve to live. Like it's like it's I and it doesn't like even her at the end, that makes sense that she has the flare. You don't need to set up a flare early on. No. <laughs> it's like, I know that this T-Rex likes flares, <laughs> yeah. so I'm going to bring a flare. It's like, no, just... And the thing is... Just go do it. You know what's amazing? <laughs> Think of the original. The flare doesn't do much. Like, he is walking into the jungle with Grant, and then Malcolm distracts him. And then yeah. Malcolm throws it away, and he just ignores it. Like, it's like we have this, like, big love on with this flare, and it's like, yeah, it's a cool visual and everything, and it gets his attention, but it's not like, oh, the T-Rex is obsessed with flares. <laughs> like, yeah. It's so dumb. Yeah, it's true. Like, Ian throws it, but at that point, Ian's running, right. so he's more interested in Ian running. Yeah. Uh, I like that we're starting at the very end, but <laughs> when she's running, at least she's running towards the fight that's going on and throws the flare at the Indominus. So it's like, right, this is what his attentions turn to. If she just threw it away and like he didn't see right. <laughs> and just ate her, then obviously there wouldn't be a movie, but, uh, yeah, I uh, there were parts, um, things that references that I had either forgotten about or missed before. Uh, there are a lot of very obvious ones, and probably the not that it's a bad reference, but the stupidest thing is uh, the Jeep. And getting the old Jeep to run. Because it's like, you're not going to get that to run no matter what. Let alone in like a half hour, just replacing a battery and whatever. It's like, those brakes are seized. Your suspension is shot. Like, <laughs> But they fixed up their grandpa's Malibu, so uh, it, it all works out. But like, there's a bunch of other things that are nice little um, subtle things in the backgrounds. And then there's definitely the more in your face. Well, that's the thing. Like uh, the subtle things, like I don't, it doesn't bother me 
that you have the uh, rain jackets, the cool yellow rain jackets. But then it's just like night vision. We need to like emphasize it. Yeah, it's that, like, why can't that just be on the shelf? That was one of the worst. And like it's just, it just happens to be there. But also, that no one would sell that, right. like, and it wouldn't be out of the package right. or something like that. A kid is gonna break right. it. Yeah, no, I know, like all that uh, kind of stuff. Like, I don't even. You know what bugs me? Like the difference between like not like again. I do not hate this movie really at all. I kind of enjoy it. I had no problem watching it kind of like it i have a positive view on this movie but the thing with like the banner it's not enough that they just walk by on top of the banner and you see like a footprint on it and oh that's for the audience and people that know the first one and people that have never seen the first one don't get it and that's fine but they have to like know he picks it up and uses it as a torch and it's just like just settle down like just like you don't have to beat well, this no, everything but into it, like it explains how he made a torch <laughs> that that's the one thing that he could have used right. there well it's in the middle of the day i know it's a dense jungle but still uh and just like shot after shot is just like a direct like there is when they're in the buildings it's yeah there's all right but i think the whole movie is hundreds of references even to the point of like how the kid hugs claire is like the kids hugging hammond like in a aggressive way like where it's like i i honestly don't think that would be in the movie if the kids like, it's not identical, but I think it is a thing where it's like, that's an aggressive hug. We're going to have kids aggressively hugging. <laughs> like, it's just like, you can't help it. You guys cannot help it. It's just like, do something on your own. But we can talk about the good stuff. What about her? She was She's walking downstairs when she meets the kids. <laughs> there you go. It's the exact same scene. <laughs> yeah um but my thing is this is yeah formula the movie it is just like so (laughs) like i accuse superhero movies of being like this this is far worse much like the dinosaurs in this movie this movie was engineered in a lab a (laughs) hundred percent like their creativity I don't know if you could call this movie creative. Well, they engineered it for me because yeah. I love it. Yeah, no, it's true. <laughs> well, no, I feel like it, this I, is like the guys I, making I do love McDonald's it, but food. It's just like, <laughs> all right, yeah, it is. The McRib is back. Yeah, it's delicious, but it's not good. <laughs> like, it's yeah. not good for us. <laughs> yeah. Did you hear that they they added barbecue sauce to a quarter pounder? <laughs> That's where I'm going after. Uh, they they got that bird agenda. If we want to start from the beginning, well, even before that, um, is the is a terrible opening. This egg, the eggs, right? For one, 
the like how much better is the practical raptor hatching in the first how much one? better like, you see this and it's just like oh how much better is all practical stuff and the one thing that is for sure practical in this uh, i don't know what it's called but for the sake of argument the bracket that dying brachiosaurus and they're really making a point what is it called Apatosaurus. Uh, they're really making a point because he's just like molesting its face with his hands. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> just making a point that like this is not a computer. Yeah, there's. But I like. I feel like there's probably more than that. Though. Yeah, I just I, remember in like extra features and stuff, they always point to that one as like, oh, it's practical. There, that's a scene too. That is the equivalent of the Triceratops. Like it's sick dying it. Yeah, like, it's a, it rhymes. <laughs> it, that's the thing. It might be not connect uh, a direct rip off, <laughs> but this is it. Kind of rhymes. Uh, it's like poetry. It rhymes like on roids. Uh, yeah, there there are a lot of scenes, but I don't. You could. I don't say even that. think that practical stuff looks very good. I don't know why I don't think that dinosaur looks very good. Like compared to the Triceratops, which is twenty years before this movie, yeah, it's outrageous. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I think maybe it's just the design. I think it's over designed and like wrinkly and all this stuff. It looks like a prune. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that Indominus hatching scene. I do not like very digital. Can we talk? Let's just go Indominus. The fact that we're dealing with fake dinosaurs is a bad thing. Like that, the fake the that's the point of the movie. No, I know, but (laughs) that's because they wrote it. They you don't need it to be like that. The first one has real dinosaurs. The second one has real dinosaurs. The third one, I don't even know if the Spinosaurus exists, but let's assume it does. At least these are all real dinosaurs in these two movies. It's all about this. These things didn't even exist. Like I'd rather have like chuck a woolly mammoth or saber tooth tiger in here or something like. Yeah, um, I think the uh, I think where these go with the genetic modifying, it makes sense story wise. It's like if you're going to be doing stuff with creating dinosaurs, eventually it's going to lead to this. So like that's why I'm pretty okay with it because it's like yeah, no, I I get it. And even Wu has a, a line of like. No dinosaur in Jurassic World is natural or right. something like that. Like it's it's like, yeah, no, it's they've always <laughs> that too. used the frog I love DNA. That he says, like stuff. Fro- tree frogs too. It's like guys can't get away from the frogs and the frogs being the problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it's like <laughs> if you know that they cause issues, uh, why are you still using them? But uh I don't know. I I don't mind that it's I think that's a pretty good story. I I I was even thinking while watching it I like that it's not um sabotage or um I don't know, things malfunctioning right. like the 
the problem here is hubris. Partially. <laughs> the, them thinking they have all the control, but then and the other half is just stupidity because of how inept they are. Quickly they jump the gun on like just going right in the cage and opening the door. Like it's well the, that's just well, stupid. The the opening there should be no way to open that door. Like no. it, it should be like, yeah. And you have, and it's with it. Yeah. That door shouldn't yeah, exist. It should be a cage within a cage and all that stuff. And the human should come in a normal, yeah. well, they were trying to, but whatever. Uh, and, but like stuff like that, with like the genetics, but like the CEO, the helicopter pilot guy, He's like, yeah, Mr. Mizrani. Yeah, I like I him. I do like him. I like him quite a bit. But then he doesn't know the genetics that's classified. And it's just like, well, isn't he the boss? It's like it's classified to him too. Like Dr. Wu won't tell him. And it's so. Does he say yeah, that? Oh, yeah. I wrote it down. Like when he's in his okay. office, like Claire uh, kind of hints at it. Like, oh, it's classified, but you kind of think she knows. Whereas. That woo full on tells, and I know there's this is like a Wayland Industries, where it's like Engine versus Jurassic World Inc. and all this stuff going on, but yeah. it's still, it's just dumb. Whereas, like, you could have just had him know, but a couple, you know, what the thing is, there's a couple premises in the movie where it's just taken as true where i don't believe these things are true and lots of movies do this or it's like they explain a pop plot point and it's like but that's not true in real life and the one thing where those like they're all obsessed with their like market research and groups and all this stuff and it's like we need more teeth and all this stuff and owen who is correct is like they're dinosaurs they're that's good enough right yeah Zoos are successful. We just went to the aquarium this week in Toronto. That is successful. We live in a world where people are still paying money to go see zoos and go to aquariums and go on uh, trips to safaris and go on whale watching tours. It's not like, oh, no, I'm done whale watching because I need some megalodon or like you know what i mean it's just like it's such a dumb premise that it's like oh we and that dinosaurs aren't impressive enough it's like i'm still impressed when i see an elephant i guarantee i would be impressed with the triceratops <laughs> even if it became regular you know what i mean so it's just like, yeah like i i feel like with a the way that it's built now for one, I I do love the concept of it being a functional yes. park and getting to see that. And I think they do it really well. Attention to details of like, this is probably how uh, this kind of thing would be. But like, you don't need more dinosaurs, really. Like, if anything, it's just like enhancing the uh, like visitor experience right. like I you probably don't need more that is actually my favorite thing about the whole movie because i remember my mom always commenting on the first one it's like oh it'd be so nice if it was just peaceful and just like that imagination of like <laughs> the first park like it seems is yeah. so neat and like 
this too. It like it is fully realized. They got all the sponsorships. Like Ben and Jerry Starbucks, like it feels so real. You see in their big wide shots, like a water park and like roller coasters or something there too. For sure, water park. You see the slides and stuff. All that stuff yeah. is excellent. Like the hotel feels real. Like that's all yeah. that kind of stuff you don't see in the original. And and the crowds. Yeah. That's one thing where it's like that is so genuine where it's like there's a lot of extras in this movie. Yeah. Whereas things like uh, I watched, rewatched The Dark Knight and it makes sense that it's at night or whatever, but like there's like no one around in a lot of scenes yeah. where it's like this feels so crowded and like that's what a theme park is and just the look of it. Yeah. Uh, 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 yes. The production design and how it looks and it's like this is a functioning place I love. And the boat ride over, it's like, yeah, that's exactly yeah. how it would look. People would be. The boat ride to the monorail, yeah. like that kind of stuff is awesome and that like also just enhances the like experience of going to the island right. it's not just like no fanfare they make it a big deal and feels very disney mm-hmm. and you could see it being like i don't know how long they say it's been running for right but you can kind of see expanding it kind of like the disney parks it's like i don't know have a different like themed area or something right. like, or like yeah, they don't imply this, but get like this is Jurassic, this is Triassic. This well, that's is the thing. Mesozoic. Well, that's the thing. You <laughs> like, could get the uh, like Ice Age stuff. Yeah, get your woolly mammoths. Yeah. I, I need some woolly mammoths and saber tooths. Uh, but yeah, no, all the production design I love, like the interaction stuff, the petting zoo with like the yeah. little baby <laughs> triceratops is like, yes, that is exactly how that would yeah. work. Like I even like some of the humor, like the guys that are running the rides and stuff, like just like out of it teenagers. Uh, yeah, I love the guy running the gyrospheres. Yeah. See, enjoy the ride. And then he gets the call, and it's like, we're shutting down. He's like, I just work Eric. here. Like, that is the mess. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like, I don't know what's going the, on. I, I'm not making this decision. The gyrosphere, <laughs> I remember my first complaint where it's like, the obvious complaint is they would have it automatically yeah. return. But the other thing that is very obvious that would not function, where it's like, you can just control it. It's just like... Yeah. The first thing people would be doing is just running into dinosaurs. Like, it's yeah. just like there's a dinosaur lying down. It's just like the idiot teenager would just drive right into it, like, automatically. Yeah. So it's just like that kind of stuff. And even worse than that one, because at least you're protected, there's a one shot and it's just a single shot, doesn't mean anything. And it's like kayakers down this yeah. river. And then all along the the banks are dinosaurs. It's like, no way are you exposed (laughs) to dinosaurs like that. And then it like pans over because I think it's like when she's driving back to the 
control. And it's like, so there's a road right there. So dinosaurs, like they could climb up the other side of that bank after being in the river and just walking on your service okay. roads. Uh, <laughs> like, this doesn't seem that kayak shot lasts a, a good three and a half seconds. I think is yeah. my favorite as far as like, if I could participate in anything in this <laughs> Jurassic world, taking a kayak down a river in a very jungly river uh, and having dinosaurs on the banks, that is like, I love all the Disney water rides that are just calm and just cruising along. And to think to go on the kayak is like that was actual that's like my favorite scene of the movie it's like i want to do that more than anything just like yeah and they could like thinking of disney and those rides that it looks like you're in the jungle they very easily could come up with a way that it's more separated but like the illusion that you actually are that copy of like the uh gallimina scene where it's like the big Jeep yeah. going through, like that's what's at Animal Kingdom, right? You go on a safari, but there's no cages anywhere. And but, but there is separation, but it's all made to look natural and whatnot. Yeah. And even like when I was just there, like they do have like giraffes just and zebras just walking wherever. So we actually had a group of a bunch of giraffes in front of us. And then there was like a ranger there that drove his truck up to get them to move so we could actually drive through. So stuff like that, right? You could imagine them doing it with yeah. all the But purpose. you're not behind the wheel. Right. No, exactly. You're not you're not in control. It's very like, yeah, it they make it and the concrete moats and like all that kind of stuff. Or yeah. it's like hidden safety features and like uh, like the lines look like they're right there, but they're really like yeah, they're pretty good with their perspective yeah. to trick you into thinking things. Yeah, so all that kind of stuff. But no, the one hundred percent this movie, I enjoy like the ideas of like I love theme parks. I love parks in general. Like. <laughs> uh, botanical gardens anything like that like i love human control over nature when it's like done nicely like nicely that's the joke about golfing it's just like it's not really golf that's fun it's just hanging out in well landscaped areas is nice and uh jurassic park seems like it would be a similar thing but i don't know if i love the like main pyramid in the middle like their icon, I think they could have thought of a better thing than that. I don't know what. I just think I don't dislike it. It doesn't stand out or anything yeah. to me. I'm just thinking of like uh, Disney Castle, Epcot, whatever, like the main things. But yeah, the real working yeah, place. Yeah, I mean, crowds. it's trying to be something like that, some central building. Yeah. Uh, do you have notes? I got lots of notes. Bryce Dallas's Howard's hair. No, thank you. <laughs> I, I know that's part of her character where it's just like, yeah, so, at least at the beginning yeah. and then by the end, it's I'm a like 
I hate bangs. I hate bangs. It's like, <laughs> unless they're like, yeah, I don't know. I, I think people's hair in their face, like hers is like so cut off perfectly that like it's yeah. never in her eyes, but it's always, I do not care for it. Uh, this is our second Bryce Dallas Howard and Judy Greer sisters movie. They're in the village together. Wait. As sisters. Well, we've mentioned the village. We've never done an episode. We haven't done it, right. but yeah, I'm yeah. just they were sisters before. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> pretty good. Uh so you were gonna mention the bird agenda <laughs> agenda. <laughs> uh I like that though. After the hatching scene, then you get like the foot in the snow, and then it pulls back and it's a bird. And it's like, you know what? You make a good point, Dr. Grant. (laughs) There are some similarities. (laughs) Uh, David Wallace as the dad. Yeah. That's all he is, is David Wallace. The divorce. The family's parents getting a divorce. It's very yeah. So that's a Spielberg thing. First time you watched it, did was it uh, obvious to you that that was happening? That that's what was no, going on was a divorce. I did not think that was obvious. The only thing was like they're so pleasant, and then he makes a comment about breakfast. That's our last family yeah. breakfast, and then she snaps at him. So then. I, did, I don't know what I thought. I won't pretend that I had it figured out, but that's you could I could accept people figuring it out or thinking yeah, about it then. I don't I feel like I probably knew at that point. Right. But I remember reading uh someone's probably not a review, more probably a, like a Facebook comment about complaining and saying like and like the kid crying about divorce like that was just out of nowhere it's like were you paying attention oh, yeah. at all like because i know it, it took me until recently uh, probably something when we were discussing that the parallel of his daughter's getting divorced right. he wants to be with her or whatever yeah. like and th- that and then the kids come without their parents it's like oh yeah they were just shipping off the kids yeah. like that's something i never put together for the first one but then this one's a lot more obvious about like that comment. You see her; she's calling, uh, and there's like people in suits at a table in the background, and she starts crying. So she's she's all emotional, saying it's supposed to be a family weekend. So it's like even then, if you haven't figured it out, I think that kind of makes it obvious that this is important to her because she knows things are going to change, and that's before the monorail scene where he starts crying so it's like it's not out of nowhere and not that it's like this makes the movie deep but it does give it some reason to exist these kids away from their parents kind of story yeah no i'm fine with that but that's like uh what's his name what's the independence guy's name Jeff Goldblum. No, the director. <laughs> oh, shoot. Uh, Roland Emmerich. Yeah. Like, it's just like typical 
easy, low-hanging fruit. Like, yeah, we'll have family conflict or whatever. And, like, just think of, like, 2012 and stuff. Like, it's always, like, are they going to get back together? And the dad's, like, that war of the world's, like, it's always that kind of, like, thing where it's, like, it's so simple, like... Uh, I'm not saying it's horrible. It's at the perfect level for this type of movie, but it's not, uh, it's not even a criticism. I'm, it's, that's blockbuster drama. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think it's handled well. It's just, I think yeah, it's, it's not, it's not groundbreaking or anything. Yeah. It's, and the kids are, I don't find that annoying really. So that's actually pleasant. No. Like, the older one is more right. annoying because he's, like, a creeper, like, just staring at girls. I know, and, and I was trying like, to, like, I, I've seen this movie, and it's like, is he ever staring at the same one, or is it always new women all the time? It's just, <laughs> yeah, just other, other girls. I did love, I had to put this as a note, when the uh, water dinosaur, the whale dinosaur, eats the shark, people... In that crowd, like hundreds are standing up and giving fist pumps in the air. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> it's just like okay, that's fine. I could, see, but it, I just love like that. It's uh, they're treating this as if it's like a six-year-old at a monster truck rally or something. Yeah, it's like yeah, all right. Like Dwight when. Uh, when, when's it, uh, when, like, firefighters show up, I think, and yeah. Dwight starts, like, doing the fist pump and stuff, and it's like, okay, whatever. It's funny. But, uh, yeah, the fact that, like, you see dozens of people doing it. Yeah. Um, this is, oh, I forgot to tag it. I'll have to go back on Letterboxd. Um, this is a Christmas movie. Yeah. That starts off. That, that is true. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Is so. Playing. Are we assuming this is just December or post Christmas? Yeah, I don't know. It, because that it there's is, other than that, there is no other indication. Right, because you could like think of uh, oh, what what's the uh, Jack Johnson? Like you could think like he would maybe have like a Santa Claus thing or something like. If anywhere, you would see him, like, decorating his desk with uh, something Christmas. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Jack Johnson? Jack, what's his, what's oh, Jake, Jake Johnson. Jake Jackson. Johnson. Jack Johnson's a or, singer. No, <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> decorating his desk? Yeah. Okay, yes, yes, if yes. They if wanted, there was, like, a if they, Santa hat on a dinosaur they had a or Christmas something. agenda. But I feel yeah. like, but yeah, really, it's like I think that's it's just if, a song, right? Because yeah, like it's just it doesn't winter. mean anything. Like winter could <clears throat> yeah. mean you're just winter, <laughs> right? It doesn't have to be Christmas. Yeah. No, but it but it is have yourself a merry little oh, yeah. Christmas is what. So it's not like it's a baby. It's cold outside, or even Jingle Bells right. isn't necessarily a Christmas song. But like, yeah, it's just it's a weird little thing, and then it's never brought up again because it's like, you go to Disney at Christmas time, they're gonna have decorations. Right. 
I'm sure Jurassic World would have something Christmassy. Right. So, we're, I, so for that reason, I feel like this is like Boxing Day, and they've taken the decorations <laughs> down. It's already over. Yeah, they don't celebrate Christmas in Costa Rica. Uh, but yeah, again with the uh, like, not even all the references, but like. Uh, formula or stereotype the movie even like the like how everyone was designed I feel like the characters are almost designed like Chris Pratt looks like his role and then like the I think one of the guys that gets eaten uh, near the beginning is like it's this like frumpy guy like his clothes are a little too tight and stuff and like a little uh overweight or whatever and it's just like it's not this is why it's like so formula the movie where it's like okay we're gonna have the goofy frumpy guy i like that word frumpy but and then chris pratt which is like he's pretty jacked out or whatever like he's not schwarzenegger but he's fit and you just compare yeah. that to Malcolm and Grant, where it's like those guys are just men, just like yeah, not fat guys, but just men, right? Like fit men, but like they're not athletes, except when Goldblum has his shirt off. But you know what I mean? Like it's just like, <laughs> but we're gonna have that. Or we're gonna have this. We're gonna like everyone is like even more shoved into a stereotype than a lot of other movies where uh, I think that's a tribute to Spielberg, his casting where it's like our, our yeah. hero is going to be Richard Dreyfus and like in a couple movies there and like other things like that, where it's like, we don't need beautiful action stars all the time, but it's like now, no, we need beautiful people <laughs> to watch in Jurassic yeah. World. It can't be our heroes have to be perfect. They're not we're not having Grant anymore. Yeah. So. Sam Neill and Laura Dern aren't glamorous. Right. They look like normal people. Yeah. Right? But Chris Pratt, like I was noticing in the scene where he's like when she goes to see him and he's like fixing up his motorcycle, yeah. he he does look jacked. Well, for it's sure like he is. I can see the definition in his back through his shirt. Like it's insane. Well, that, yeah, like, like <laughs> there's all these pictures of him, like Andy from Parks and Rec, and then yeah, like, he, he his big transformation for when did Guardians come out? So I think. I forget which came first because I, I know it's on one of these uh, movies. I think maybe this one was filmed first because um, it was like Guardians came out first and this came out after, but this had filmed first or something. Right. So it was, it was a gamble kind of at the time. And then Guardians was such a success. And it's like there's a quote from Colin Trevorrow or something saying, it made us look really smart, like right. cashing in on that. Cause he just had that. And then this comes out, but really we'd filmed like we were done. a while yeah. ago. So, yeah, that's so yeah, I, I don't know. Like you see him in guardians. There's the one 
scene he's got his shirt off but like his costumes don't this. work that well in that like the over the yeah like you don't you can't tell right. but this yeah um yeah but it's yeah it's just like he's the first like a specimen can, of a yeah, man the first two movies <laughs> it's not we don't have superheroes we just have people yeah. in these places and like even like yeah every, like him with the gun and everyone with the like they are either are helpless with the gun or amazing with the gun that's the one thing in like all these Jurassic Park movies I don't really remember uh, Fallen Kingdom it's like they can't shoot anything like not anything but like Malcolm shoots a T-Rex or uh, Sarah Harding shoots a T-Rex at the end of the second one and like but it's just like everyone's constantly missing <laughs> there's no like they do have the big tranquilizer scene all of a sudden they can take out all these birds but whatever I, yeah I would say that this one might have the best action like this one is Jurassic Park but an action movie and it does have the best dinosaur action because really, like the first one, there's not a lot of action. I wouldn't call some of the things that happen action. I would agree with you in a way, but just because it's more doesn't mean it's better. No, right. not necessarily, but I do think it's like... This is action, action. Finally, people are standing up to dinosaurs even though yeah there are like a lot of misses but um i mean at first they're just trying to catch the indominus and using non-lethals and it's like they get the the net on its face and that's about all that they really accomplish with that but yeah shooting all the flyers uh someone blows up a raptor with like a rocket launcher and this one not that they're killing yeah that have like he's he sees one of the raptors and they kind of make eye contact. Oh and yeah, then there's yeah, like yeah. a it blows up and then you never see it. You only see three raptors after that. But uh, not that they're, they're killing raptors all over the place, but there is a lot of raptor action in that night scene, mm-hmm. and uh, some of it you don't get to see. Um, I like that they're using the aliens technique with like the cameras on people and just seeing them dying and stuff like that. But even before that, there's some pretty good, like quick Raptor taking people out. There's never the nice, like jump in the air, like in the lost Mm -hmm. world. But, uh, I do like, uh, there's like a guy that tells them to get out of there or there's like a jump scare. He like puts his bloody hand on the window (laughs) And he's like, get out of here. And then he goes back and opens the back of the truck. And then a raptor comes and, like, pounces on him. So there is, like, a lot of that kind of stuff. That, that, uh, that uh, truck scene, there's a great animation there. That, like, it's as, whoever, it's probably just some no-name animator that had this job. But when the doors are swinging... And the raptor kind of backs off when the doors are about to yeah. swing shut, the two of them, and then it backs off and then comes back in. I just, that is like 
an actual thing where it's like, I feel like no one in charge had anything to do with that. That's just some guy, like, <laughs> animating the scene where it's like he's putting his heart and soul into this and, like, having the raptor <laughs> react to that. Uh, yeah. I do love the look of them running out in the open, too. Like, you don't get to see that. Or the closest thing is maybe Jurassic Park 3 when you get those cool, like, running by yeah. shots. But this just, like, running head-on at the camera and, like, their head barely moving. Yes. I love that it. That is good, uh, making them still into animals. So that's the thing. These movies increasingly turn into monsters, especially the genetically altered ones. But I do think they hold it pretty good. I think this one's still pretty good with the, the normal ones. Uh, the in- no, but even the Indominus, like, I feel like it is just, like, how they show, oh, it's killing for sport. But, like, when they see it acting, right, it acts like an animal still. There's some things that it's, like, when it's talking to the raptors and things like that, and I don't know, but, like, there's a lot of things that uh, it still does feel like an animal to me and not, like, a serial killer. I would say the first third of this movie I'm okay with. It's really... What's his name? Uh, Vince D'Onofrio? Yeah. His whole character, and Wu, too, where it's just like... It's so obnoxious, and it is so genuinely stupid. Like, it is... (sighs) And I know, I remember, I distinctly remember going to Cineplex, I don't know what movie it was, New Market there, coming out, and we were talking about Jurassic Park 4 coming out, and like Evan was saying, like, this is years before this movie, probably 10 years before this movie coming out, and he was like, oh, I read something about how it's going to be like, uh, yeah, raptors with missiles on their backs or whatever. Yeah. And it's just like, the fact that that thread has stayed in these movies and it's even in uh, Fallen Kingdom there, right? But like these things can be weapons and it's just like, yeah, it is the dumbest idea and like they throw it off. We'll get into it with uh, Fallen Kingdom, but like they talk about like uh, elephants and stuff. It's like as soon as you have mechanical things that you can control it's like the animal is the dumbest thing to try to use in war and so expensive. Just like the idea of like trying to train these things and it's just like if it gets shot, yeah. there's a hundred million dollars thrown out the window. And I know raptors are incredible, but it's like we've never trained cheetahs to do this. Like they say like uh Muldoon's like cheetah speed if they ever got out into the open so it's like why wouldn't we cheetahs are way like they are they're not as intelligent (laughs) you don't want them what do you want them to do like what do these guys want these things to do (laughs) (laughs) they want them to go into caves like defuse bombs (laughs) but like they want them to go into caves to get like the Taliban yeah it's like which I think would not work out that right. well. 
No, and like if anything, <laughs> like what you they're not coming what back. You would do and what would be hard to kill, theoretically, is like train a greyhound just to run into caves with a bomb, and like there's yeah. your solution. <laughs> it's like it's a small greyhounds aren't that big. It's like it's a smaller target, and it's just like that's what you do. Like you're gonna just have this thing so perfectly trained and like the guy's talking as if they're gonna have thousands of these things just like <laughs> like Lord of the Rings <laughs> yeah but it's like it's such a dumb idea to like from the first Jurassic Park to like we're gonna make a weapon out of it like that's such a cliche yeah. thing where uh, in that Muppet movie where it's like there's oil underneath the Muppet Studios, <laughs> yeah. and they're making a joke of it. And it's like, this is the same thing, where it's like, we're going to make a weapon yeah. out of it. They need their weapon. And it's like, this is an outbreak or something. Uh, that movie's the same thing with the weapon stuff. It's like, is it, I cannot get over how dumb the weapon thing is. And like, he's going to, like, we're going to prove a point here. And. They do attempt to do it, and the raptors get smoked. They change sides, but like when they there's yeah. two uh, two on one or whatever, it's like there's no success there. So, and you just need yeah. the whale dinosaur. Those gates aren't very safe. That whale dinosaur just jumped out. It didn't escape anything. Yeah, that that ending. That ending to say like how have people not too. been eaten? Right where like the other thing saves it. Right, right? Yeah, the T Rex, the bad guy, not the bad guy, but you know what I'm saying. Another dinosaur yeah. saves them. It just seems weird that the Mosasaurus can come that close to like the boardwalk area, because <laughs> right. like it's there before, like the the babysitter gets eaten by it right. because the birds drop her in. But it's like, that's not that far from where there are thousands of people daily. Right. Like how has it not done what it did at the end right. before? Although <clears throat> you can argue that like, I think just before it jumps out, it like, uh, the fence gets knocked off or right. something, <laughs> but it's like, like it was just waiting there. Like I can't do it until that fence yeah, this, is gone. <laughs> this, uh, three foot fence. Yeah. yeah. That, that's the other, another, I have lots of nitpicks, but the other nitpick, this, uh, they mentioned it a couple times, but it's just like, they, uh, shut down all the rides and everyone's just, standing around in, like, the Main Street USA of the park. It's like, yeah. well, why wouldn't you have them inside? Like, it's like they make they make a point of it a couple times, and people are getting thirsty. It's like, well, there's food everywhere, and it's hot. But it's yeah. like, if Jurassic Park existed, every single person would have a hotel. This is not a day trip. It's 120 yeah. miles off the coast of Costa Rica. You're not coming here at 8 in the morning and leaving at night. You have hotels. You have restaurants. You would not be packed in the middle. I I get it to a degree where it's like, but you want to stay by for when they do open, and then you're right back at it. Right. But another thing with Disney is they control the flow of people 
to like yeah, a T. Yeah. Like they know they know where everyone is, and they're, they'll like direct people. There's never going to be a time where everyone is standing still in one area. Right. Like they they probably would have somewhere that like there are massive amounts of people, but it wouldn't just everyone ends up in this main street. But for, and then also for no reason, because it's like, what is our purpose? Well, you can assume all the like shops and restaurants along there are probably packed already. So it's not like everyone will fit in those. And then there's like the visitor center or whatever it's called. Uh, so yeah, I, I get it. Not everyone's going to go back to their hotel immediately, but they have that option. Yeah. I'm sure they should have shown like lineups at the monorail or something just to say people were trying to get away. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but. yeah, it's just like the weirdness of like there, there's been so many problems with this and like you so rarely hear of like animals escaping the zoo nowadays right mm-hmm. it's like we know how to cage animals we've got <laughs> down packed right and even like people like how many jailbreaks are there like it's like it's hard to escape right even with a thinking brain right and it's just like how easily things all of a sudden go wrong with this or uh, and like the fact that the di- the flying dinosaurs are not herbivores; <laughs> they're like killing machines and stuff. It's just like it's yeah. it's all these weird decisions where it's like, did you guys think this out or anything? It's like you don't have like bunkers for people if there's a tropical storm or like all this stuff. That's like I know this is. Yeah. I'm being super nitpicky, but it's like, you love the concrete. You'd think you'd have some safety things and like, you'd think you'd have weapons and training and more than one helicopter to like kill an animal if you needed to. (laughs) It's just like, it's just like they're maybe because they've never had to use them. The asset containment unit or whatever. They don't seem very well prepared. (laughs) No. Like even, even those non-lethals, they shouldn't be designing dinosaurs that can't get taken down by them. And they should have (laughs) like like, practice on it with not, if it's, or if you are going to design a new dinosaur, make sure you know what can take it down. If it's non-lethal, you should be making amazing, uh, yeah. Tranquilizer guns that can actually penetrate the skin. It's just like, it's so electrocution yeah. shot type things but yeah the helplessness yeah is a little much one thing with that scene that I didn't even really think of um, it might happen later but Brenda pointed out they're hunting it and then like there's the blood drip yeah. thing and the guy's like it can camouflage it's like that never ever happens again <laughs> That's true, and then other than I could say when when the Raptors have a chat with him, yeah. it's like maybe it was camouflage there, but it's dark. It's like you, it doesn't even matter. It could have just been in the right. dark. I thought that was going to come up again when they're in the uh, gyroscope thing uh, when he, they're counting them, 
And yeah. Me, but that's mm. because he's behind him and it's a reflection. Yeah. That I was, when that first happened, I was like, oh, the one guy's seen one that's very well camouflaged. But that was not the case. The thing is, yeah, like, unless it's so it was camouflaged, both, camouflaged, it's like practically invisible. And that's in the second yeah. Jurassic Park book where there's yeah. like the dinosaurs practically invisible, which is yeah. dumb. And then something else I was just thinking, the Indominus never attacks guests. It never gets to that point where it has been right. terrorizing like the guests. It's just all the flyers and that's it. Like there's it's loose and that's the main threat. And I, I like that it, uh, breaks through the aviary and sets them free. I like that. And then the T-Rex is set loose at the very end. Oh, and the raptors, they take them out and then unsurprisingly they run wild. So it's like slowly things are coming out. So I think that's what I was thinking about what I was saying before. There's no like power outage or something cheap that it's like, oh no, everything's loose. It's like gradually things are being released. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. I feel like the inventing of the new dinosaurs is like the creation of these movies and new dinosaurs in the movies is the same mentality as they're like, if this world existed or it's like, we got to make new dinosaurs. It's just like, I feel like, Universal executives are saying, what does our real world want in a Jurassic Park movie? They need new dinosaurs, <laughs> right? And it's like they, yeah. they have I mean, the same if thoughts anything, as the CEOs in their movies. It's like we need – it's like a weird world thing where it's like dumb people in the Jurassic Park universe, oh, I want more teeth. And it's like that's – in our real world general audiences, I want more teeth. I don't necessarily think that's true. That's what uh, they think we want. Yeah. I would just say there are a lot of different dinosaurs and you've barely scratched the surface of species. So you don't, at this point you don't need to create dinosaurs because it's like, you haven't even shown the world every known dinosaur. Think of, Stegosaurus. We've yeah. probably have had total with Lost World and this one, a total of like eight minutes with Stegosauruses. You know what I mean? Where it's just like there's a one scene with Hardy, but it's like there's barely anything used up. What you're saying, and like I love that gyros, whatever thing thing. Uh, but those dinosaurs there, like the armored ones, like yeah, they're the yeah, and they they don't get dominated right away. Yeah, that's probably the best dinosaur on dinosaur fight in the <laughs> franchise, right. right there. Yeah, and it's and it's pretty brief, but it's like yeah, it's armored and it it does a little bit of damage, but it's like flip it over and it's got a soft belly, so. The, like it's a cool little moment and it's not stupid like the <laughs> T-Rex Spinosaurus fight. I mean the the end fight's cool too um with 
the T-Rex and blue double teaming, <laughs> I think it's, it's like, it's equal parts dumb and like awesome. Right. It's just well, like people will eat well, this the, up. The thing is, it's just like, I just want that T-Rex. The T-Rex is so much better designed yeah. to like, I don't even think it's nostalgia. The T-Rex looks amazing. Uh, yeah. Like it's such a good design. Uh so it's like, well, yeah, and they don't even show it earlier, so it's they almost leave it as a nice surprise yeah. or like f- feast for thine yeah. eyes to, when it comes out, and it's like, oh yeah, now this is this is a dinosaur yeah. here. Like even um, the raptors, <clears throat> I like the design of them. Um, they haven't, they're not that different, but they are slightly different from the original. And then blue has the distinct blue stripe. And it's like, I do really like the design of that because it's like you can recognize it. Although the first time I watched it, I don't even think I noticed it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like, I think it's maybe from merchandise that I eventually noticed. But because, uh, like, I, I wouldn't have been able to tell you which dinosaur which raptor shows up at the end because it does the like running head on thing again yeah. it's not like when it comes around it's like it's blue it was just like oh i i have no idea who is who i just know that there's four raptors and one got blown up in the jungle yeah no i think uh yeah variety of dinosaurs like yeah where's the triceratops scene like we you know what i mean like do we yeah they're like, there but like they're just yeah they see them but i i just even mean for the visitors not even for the moviegoer but like before you start dabbling in genetically modified dinosaurs you you keep maybe it's just because finding the dna is right. it's not like you can just but it's stroll it's them interesting the like they they don't put like uh what's those it starts with a d those birds that went extinct. Dodo? Yeah. It's fun, like something like that would make. Well, yeah. Again, it's like there's not just a mosquito farm <laughs> that has the DNA if that's how they're still doing right. it. They don't even. But you would think they, they would that, almost so. have. You'd have a chance of having that thing. Yeah. It's kind of a crapshoot getting them that way. It's just like, don't know what I'm going to extract today. Just some. Yeah. Some ancient blood. Yeah, I don't know. It all it it's fine. I'm not offended by it. I'm more of the how the dumbness of the security slash the military plot is so stupid to me. Like it's uh like it's hard to fathom. And then oh that's one thing I like wrote down. There's like five four or five writers on this movie. And it's like, that shows it. Like, there's yeah. not, like, a cohesive one singular vision. It's just, like, everyone's tossing their crap in. And I was trying to think of, like, how could you make this streamlined and good? And I don't know if this would work. But, like, could you do a survival movie? Like, you could say all of them are survival movies. But, like, this park... Like, I like the idea. I want to see the park, but then 
also like could you do the edge and it's just like there's like one raptor somewhere and like a group of four people are just surviving <laughs> and like that's the whole movie like tone it down completely instead of having the yeah. world getting taken over yeah i was gonna say that's definitely not where where <laughs> dominion is going where it's just like every species imaginable is just attacking them yeah and like <laughs> things that have never been created are just appearing or that we've never seen like the, yeah like, you see that I, one bird yeah like they're they look like real species yeah. and I think uh, it's been years now since I've played it, but like there was the mobile mobile game. Uh, <laughs> Jurassic World Alive. I, <laughs> I actually forgot the name for a second. Uh, but like they had those. Um, I, I think now there's a ton of like other stupid species where it's like nobody wants these like mammals but uh yeah there's like these giant bird type things um and then you see in the trailer there's one with like claire in the water and it's got like really long claws and it's almost like an ostrich i guess gallimimus is kind of an ostrich these are more i don't know but they look like a big bird like that but they have like arms and like looks like long fingernails but that's a real oh yeah i think i know what you mean i think it's i it's one of those names it's like thenus or thenus of the saurus or something but uh yeah it's like those were definitely not in fallen kingdom (laughs) as one of the ones they brought back (laughs) but it's like it's cool that yeah here's some things you haven't seen before but story-wise it's like this doesn't make sense nothing makes any sense uh yeah i wonder if you could do a toned down like single type movie like single issue type movie uh with dinosaurs of some sort and not make it so big and grand like i think like the first one is almost the closest to that right because it is like such a limited group of people yeah whereas like everything else out of that it gets more and more people i guess the third one's not a ton of people but yeah the third one could the, the idea of getting stuck on the island and just trying to survive is not the worst thing ever. Other than Peter Jackson's King Kong, have there been any other big-budget dinosaur movies? Not that I know of. Like Is like Land of the Lost and that kind of stuff, half of them? Yeah. I've never that, seen that, but I assume. Yeah, that does have dinosaurs. That's true. Um, Avatar that successful doesn't have dinosaurs. Yeah, kind of. But it's the but like a true dinosaur. Like I'm sh- there, I'm sure there were way back in the like uh, Ray Harryhausen. Like there's the stop motion type stuff. Right. Um, actually, there's a movie I came across. I have no way to watch it but there's a movie called when dinosaurs ruled the earth that looks 
awesome and it's like 60s or something but it looks really cool and uh it's like cavemen type people and dinosaurs so yeah it's like there who else can get away with having dinosaurs in a modern movie without it being like oh it's just ripping off Jurassic Park right like there's cartoons like yeah. Land Before Time, Good Dinosaur, Dinosaur, Ice Age, Ice Age. But yeah, yeah. Actually, Flintstone. I forgot about like the Good Dinosaur is pretty recent. Another thing that you know it would be probably scratches our dinosaur itch is Godzilla. Has like n- not that it is, but has that it. it monster itch <laughs> that we need. Yeah. But still like dinosaurs being real things. It's like it's so intriguing. It's weird like that there's and like yet there's yeah, nothing like I don't know how you would do it, but could you make like a time travel dinosaur movie or something? Oh, so there is uh I think I mentioned it on our time travel episode. There's a movie called A Sound of Thunder. And it's like the the technology's been invented for going back in time and they use it as like kind of like this for the super rich, like as an excursion type thing. And they come out in the same place every time, same time, and there's like a path that they have to stay on without touching anything or else it screws up time and there's like a a t-rex or something that's gonna die anyways and then the people get to have their little safari and shoot it and pretend like oh they actually did something but then uh someone steps on a butterfly right and then time starts changing gradually uh so that's like the that is the closest thing and it it Effects wise is terrible. <laughs> and I think even as time starts, uh, like it, it changes in ripples. So like little things will change and it'll eventually catch up. But I feel like there's, I don't know if there's dinosaurs that start showing up in the city or if it's primates, but, uh, yeah, I feel yeah. dinosaurs have a hard time, not a hard time, but like, and like pirates, like, You'll be so compared to Pirates yeah. of the Caribbean now, where it's just like that's the standard, and not even that. I only think the first movie is genuinely excellent. Yeah. So, it, but it's just like, yeah, can you even do? But it's like Jaws too. Like, can you do yeah. a shark movie? I feel like shark movies are becoming more common, but it's like Jaws is from the seventies. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and there were a few sequels. And it's not like it had, uh, like, no one else can make shark movies. Like, I'm sure there were lots of copycats, but it's like, maybe it's just the way that f- the film industry is now. Because I'm sure that there's, like, the low-budget stuff where it's like, I know I saw something on, probably on Amazon, and it was called, like, the Jurassic Games. Right. And it's like... But that's just trash. This low-budget garbage, and I'm sure the there's very little effects and when they're there you wish there was even less 
but like that reminds me yeah, that there was one of those transformer movies there's a transformer t-rex oh yeah i forget if i saw that one or not i've seen them all those those <laughs> last one are a blur oh that's a th- i feel like i haven't seen the whatever the most recent one is and i don't know if that's no i think i saw that, that one, one in the drive in i think i've seen i've seen the first one a couple times for sure and all the other ones i feel like i've seen once each for some like i criticize fast and furious i guess transformers is <laughs> but i i don't know but i hate transformers when i watch it i yeah i've seen the first first one the most second one i've seen a few times third two at the very most i don't because I remember it being long and dumb and... I've probably watched the Red Letter Media reviews of them more than once. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. And then I know I've seen the Mark Wahlberg... I think, is he in two? Or is it just one? I don't even know. He's in one. He's in the fourth one. Oh, in one. Yeah. Uh, Mark Wahlberg? Oh, Mark yeah. Wahlberg. I was thinking you were... There's no more Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, yeah, Mark Wahlberg. For some, when you said Mark Wahlberg, I was thinking of uh, uh, Luke Skywalker. Hamill. As, when you said Mark Wahlberg, <laughs> Mark Hamill's image came into my head. It's like, is, is he that. in this? Like, as like a bad guy, a scientist guy? He's a voice. Yeah. So, yeah, if there's two with Mark Wahlberg... I've only seen one. I feel like there's two. Yeah, I think there is. Yeah, there for sure is two. Like, as oh, I, I can tell you the titles. I don't know which is which, but there's Extinction. That that's and the one with the last night or first night or something. Something night. Richard Gere. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think the. I think it's the last. Yeah, night. Extinction is obviously the dinosaur one. But yeah, but I feel like the dinosaurs have nothing to do with anything. It's just like a little moment that they show up at the end, and it, yeah, it's like uh, Power Rangers. It is that they amazing. Just come out of the mountain or seeing those, like having absolutely no recollection of what you witnessed yeah. for two and a half hours. It's just like yeah. talk about like just like brain drain and just like meaningless pumped into your skull and it's like yeah i guess i saw it but no i saw i know i saw the third one and at the drive-in with steve so one thing i i was making notes on i have a lot of notes and i haven't well i've been talking a lot you go um there's a lot of really like great visuals in this but as I'm writing them down, I feel like they're all trailer moments mm-hmm. where it's like, I don't know if one trailer would have had all of them, but I do think that Raptor cage scene is great. Like just the suspense of like there being a guy right in front of the Raptors and they're just like, there's nothing between them and there's that tension um, the, I'm trying to think of other ones that it's like, 
I wrote it down, but then I was like, oh, that's from the trailer. I guess when um, when the helicopter crashes, yeah. there's an awesome shot with the like Indominus running away from it. And the, the animation there, I think, looks awesome. And just a cool thing with the explosion behind. It's one of those, again, just like dumb, awesome moments where you think about it for a second. It's like, what is going on? Like, right. we're, we're watching this dinosaur running from an explosion like it's an action star yeah. but it looks awesome i agree that it looks nice i, I would and talk about transformers like everything looks way better in this where it's like it's not then transformers yeah where it's not like just like like that shot it is a trailer shot yeah. but it's like at least you can see what's going on and like it's like primal, <laughs> like it primal, and then like human beings. We like dinosaur. We like explosion. It's like, <laughs> but yeah. it's like at least I can see it and appreciate like this shot. Whereas like just having your camera being thrown around and chaos is like that's no yeah. Fun. You can follow this very easily. Yeah. Um. One of the best deaths, best death in this movie for sure, goes to Zara being eaten by the pterodactyl and mosasaur. Yeah, she really time. good. For no, and it's not like she's a jerk for no reason. Like it's not like yeah. she's a the lawyer in the first one, right? Yeah, it's interesting, and I feel bad I that the get to know her CEO dies in the helicopter like I like him and I love that Indian accent or whatever yeah there's I like most of his lines like the way that he delivers things at least I don't know what he says to woo but like when he's talking to Claire he's like go to the beach get some sun (laughs) like the way he says that it's so good Uh, and and yeah I do like that he has like the spirit of John Hammond right. and saying like when Hammond entrusted me, he, he, he never mentioned money, and it's like yeah, I, I, this feels like a younger, more hip John Hammond kind of, right. uh, less hands on, but yeah, uh, but he's it's fun that he's not just this typical dark it, CEO, like yeah, he's not a John Hammond clone, right? That's for James Cromwell. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Um, oh, I guess the obvious one—the motorcycle scene with the Raptors—it's like such a trailer moment, but it is cool. I don't find it that cool. I find it dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's dumb, but it's it, this whole movie. Everything that's it, cool is also dumb at the same. Like I feel like a NASCAR fan. <laughs> Just like this is awesome. I feel like the uh, the trailer shot where it's like you don't know what's going on, and yeah. it's just like him jump going with the Raptors is like that feels cool. But it's like once I understand when the you plot, know what's happening. it's like this is stupid. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I could see, and then that. the fact that like uh, he's so against using them. And then it's like, oh, I'll use them because you guys are going to use them. And it's like, 
They wouldn't have. Been, yeah, it's like we're going to do it anyway. Like they weren't going to be able to figure it out. It seems like they're helpless. <laughs> like, what were they going to do? They had, like, the chunk of flesh. I love that, too, with, like, the tracking device. First of all, that tracking device is like this. still on. Well, it's, <laughs> it's still on, but it's the size of my head. Like, how yeah. big it is. And it's like. You don't see where it scratched that right, out, I feel then like. It's just, well, it's probably near his nuts. But, like, think of your phone. Your phone is a tracking device. Right, like how yeah. little you, how thing little the thing has to be, and it's so like we have to telegraph this to the audience. So what are we gonna do? Have a big light bulb, and it's blinking and making a noise. It's like I don't think this yeah. is how you would do that. Like no, it's not a shark that you need to see that in the water it's inside <laughs> you don't want to call attention generating to itself. <laughs> yeah he, and the thing is it's like now thinking about it it's like th- th- that's uh one of the things i don't know if it's a direct reference but it's like oh she remembers uh yeah like in the first one where it's like remembering the cages it's like well it doesn't remember it's this giant like sliver to us yeah i can probably feel it it (laughs) just feels it there and it ripped it out yeah that moment i i don't like and it's supposed to sound like this awesome line it's like how would it know how to do that and then he's like because she remembers when they put right. it in. And it's like, whoa, well, like, yeah, blew my mind. Like they want us to think the dinosaur understands technology and computers <laughs> yeah. and like satellites. It's like, I don't want these people tracking right. me. It's like, <laughs> scratched it they up. Don't, they don't. It's just, it doesn't like this thing that you jammed in its yeah. body. Uh, and when did that happen? Was it while it was planning its escape? Right. And like, and now that I meant talk about like how the camouflage never comes into play, they already knew that it could camouflage because it was doing it in the cage right. multiple times. So nobody told the ACU, by the way, it can right. camouflage. So just be on the right. lookout. And that was, <laughs> like, uh, oh, yeah, that's another reference where it's like uh, it had a sibling and it killed it. And that's in the first one. It's like she yeah. took over the pack. She killed all but two of the others or whatever he says. Yeah. And it's like same type of 100% that yeah. would have been said. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Like other than to make it like sound more badass of having a sibling. Right. And it's like she ate it. Right. It's like what's the point of the egg scene at the beginning? We don't need to know that they hatched. Right. <laughs> like, and the fact that there's two just to say, oh, yeah, the other one got eaten. Right. Um, did you notice, this is the first time I've noticed this one, uh, the, when they walk into, I forget which building, because there's two that look pretty much the same, but there's one building, one of the first ones that they walk into, there's a sign that says Jurassic Tennis. No. Nope. Well, it's like a, right above the door, and it's like showing slides. And it's like, that's a reference that very few people will catch because that's on one of the slides in the lunch scene. Oh, really? It's a Jurassic Tennis. Yeah. Um. 
I one thing I do like, I don't love, but especially compared to Jurassic Park three, the new music is pretty good. I don't know if I noticed it. I well, I think they do a good job of blending the old and the new. I feel like in three it was really heavy handed whenever they were using John Williams theme and then anything else was like, yeah, whatever, just use some filler. This one, it uses a bit of both um, and multiple different themes with John Williams, but then there is very distinct um, new themes from Michael Giacchino. Giacchino. Who is a very busy man. Uh, he's composed a lot of stuff. He Last week, we just talked about the Batman. He did the music for that. He did all the new Spider-Man movies. Um, Rogue One. War for the Planet of the Apes. Uh, he did Incredibles 2. So I'm assuming he did Incredibles 1. Uh, some Mission Impossible, Cars, all sorts of stuff. He's doing Thor Love and Thunder, Lightyear. Very busy guy. But like, it's not, I don't think it's amazing where it's like, oh, I don't know which theme I like more. It's like, this one obviously is of the lesser theme, but uh, it's pretty good. It's very uh, majestic and kind of the awe type music. I don't know that there's any kind of uh, more upbeat thing that I could think that is from this, but there's like the very, I don't even know how to describe it, but uh, it's pretty good. I think is, is how I'd say it. And it kind of ends with a little bit of the, the main theme, uh, like it, the last part of it is like, like, I think that's the little bit at the end that kind of is a wink, but, uh, I think it's pretty good. Right. Um, talking about characters. So Lowry, who is, uh, Jake Johnson or Jack Johnson, uh, the, when we're first introduced to him, it's like, you know, he's like the, the funny guy that we're, we're supposed to like and whatever he's bantering with Claire, but it's like, he's straight up insubordinate to her. <laughs> like back talking. It's like, you would be fired for like talking to someone like that in her position. Yeah. Like I feel like she runs the park and he's, I don't even know what his job well, is. That just does everything. It seems. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. The two of those, employees there just do everything and it's weird because like they don't show them like it's not like he's sub- insubordinate but has uh like nedry where it's like they need him or something yeah where it's like yeah but i do love the malcolm book and that he's wearing the Jurassic yeah. park t-shirt oh, yeah i like his look and everything um so yeah he has the book on his desk you also see zara reading it in uh one scene on the monorail and it's just Malcolm on the back. You don't really see much of it and you can barely tell it's him. Like if you know it's there, then I do like 
I love him in New Girl, so I'm more biased towards liking him, but I do like his, like, little uh, attempt at romance. And then her response is like, yeah. you never talked about him. It's like, I'm at work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do think that's pretty funny. This movie, uh, that's yeah, I, I like him. I don't, I don't dislike funny, him. This movie. Oh, that's the yeah. thing. This is, might be a sore spot. I don't think Chris Pratt is a good actor. This has come up before. I think he is at the level of a lower level of like 80s, 90s action star where it's like it is passable. And well, I think he's on par with I that. Think, I think but that's I the think point. he's worse than like <laughs> th- and this might be like pretty high bar, but like Stallone and Tom Cruise and like I don't know, like he's not. Well, Tom Cruise, I think, is actually pretty good. Pretty yeah. good. I what did I just watch Tom star. Cruise? There was something, and it's like, oh, Jack Reacher, the first one, and it's like, yeah, this is very passable. Like he's, but yeah, I don't, I don't think Chris Pratt. I don't. A good yeah, actor. I don't think Chris Pratt is. Uh, an amazing actor. I like a lot of movies he's in and it's never like, you got to watch this performance, <laughs> no. but I don't think he's a bad actor at all. Like, I think well, that's I don't a, think he a has, bit of a stretch. I don't think he has opportunities to be a bad actor. Like he plays a similar character and then it's just like the range is like, yeah, I'm not buying it when it ever gets serious. I don't know. I There are parts in Guardians of the Galaxy where I think he's, like, the weakest of uh, the performances. But then you also get uh, in Infinity War, I think he's got a pretty good emotional moment too actually uh there's like when gamora goes with thanos and he's like i told you to go left and it's like obviously going left or right wouldn't have mattered for what happened there but like there's a lot of emotion in his face and then uh when he when thanos is like i uh, do he's like no you didn't no you didn't like that that is acting right there (laughs) like that is Man, uh, the Oscar goes to <laughs> that line. Uh, all right. <laughs> I mean, or just watch all the passengers. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um. So, Vincent, uh, playing Hoskins. I feel like Hoskins is a serious Farva. Yeah, <laughs> like, like especially when you're first introduced to him, and like he's like patting the backs yeah. of guys, and like uh, it's like he says something about like uh, you haven't been sending in your reports, and it's like yeah, we've been busy. And he's like not too busy to cash your paychecks, and he's like being all chummy. And it's like that sounds like Farva. To I me. <laughs> know some people that are this guy. And yeah. It's like, and they're so obnoxious, obnoxious. Maybe I'm this guy, but I don't know. But it's like, they're so obnoxious in their ignorance. Like, 
Yeah. He thinks he knows everything. I think they're, they're blissfully right. ignorant. Like, he's like, <laughs> you have no idea what you're talking about. You're just saying stuff. And it's just like, you can't correct them. Like, if it's like even the simplest thing where it's like, it's not even like an opinion thing. It's like, the CN Tower is in Toronto. <laughs> and it's just like, they could say otherwise. It's like, okay. I'm not even like, I'm not even gonna argue with you. I won't even try to correct yeah. you. Yeah, I've seen the, uh, you know, you know those memes where it's like starter packs. Yeah, it's like the yeah, this yeah. kind of person's starter pack. I've seen a starter pack for this kind of person, and it's like uh, showing like the kind of clothes that they'll wear, sunglasses, and like. Touching the waitress's arm, yeah. <laughs> like, and I was just thinking of that and like, say, calling them like sweetie and stuff like that. But then I'm like, there is a moment in this where he puts his hand on Jake Johnson's shoulder yeah, and like massages. <laughs> it's the exact same thing. It's like you're not even. He's not even aware he's doing it. Probably he's just like really handsy. Yeah, he starts like massaging his shoulder. That's funny. The waitress thing is like. That is so true because, like, I wouldn't say I'm an anti-hugger by any stretch. Like, if I know the person's personality, right? Whereas, like, yeah. if they're a hugger, I will not resist or whatever on greetings. But, like, other people I know aren't. So it's, like, I kind of just go with the flow. But as far as, like, waitresses go and stuff, it's, like, I don't even think I overcorrect. This is my natural reaction. Is like if they're leaning over to like put a plate in front of you or whatever. Yeah. It's like I will lean and help them have more room. Where other people yeah. are just like, yeah, grabbing elbows and stuff like this. And it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's like, yeah. why? Like, let them do their job. Just like yeah. get out of their way. You understand? They're pouring water. Just let them be. Yeah, it's a kind of behavior where it's like, that doesn't even cross my mind as like, should I do this or shouldn't I? It's like, no, I've never (laughs) once thought, like, had to make that decision. It doesn't pop into my mind. It's just like, I I make so little physical contact with strangers. Yeah. Right? It's just like, (laughs) sometimes I feel weird when, if I pay cash and someone's hand touches mine giving me change. It's just like, what just happened here? Because everything's now uh, debit and credit. So it's just like a little tappy tap. He's like, you don't know, like when people are handing you extra large ice caps, that's the only time you might touch a finger. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, yeah, people touching strangers. What? I don't suspect they want me touching their, and this isn't even like perv way, like shoulders or hands. It's like, who wants people yeah. touching them? Yeah. Um, I love that these conversations end up <laughs> in these places. That's the best part. Uh, the uh, the guy that falls in the cage, I always think. I don't know that I actually believe it, but is Michael Sarah? I feel like that's who he looks like. Yeah, that's another <laughs> formula. One where it's like, 
could you couldn't find someone more opposite. Of yeah, <laughs> Chris Pratt like where it was like no confidence, like the yeah. the uh, even the wardrobe is like yeah, like he's wearing a beanie. <laughs> like <laughs> it's just where'd you come from? <laughs> like the other guys like so put together like. Uh, and the, even the what happens, like I've never really thought about it, but it's like pig loose, pig loose, right. and he goes to like grab it. It's like who cares? I know. Don't they <laughs> like, feed them? So you lost a pig. They're gonna eat it eventually. Yeah, like, wouldn't they be feeding the pigs <laughs> to them anyways? Like, yeah, I know. Like they they were chasing it, and then it ran into its little door. So it's like, is that how they train them? But it's like I feel like raptors eventually. And, they're going to catch on. This isn't our food. We're never going to catch and it. And then, what? so what happened there? He grabbed the pig with the thing, and then the raptor hit his pole? Is it? Yeah, I think, I don't think the raptor grabs the pole on purpose. I think it's like, as he's getting it around the pig's neck, it grabs the pig right. and knocks him right. over. I don't think that would work. I know this is insane nitpicking. This is not a problem. It's just because it's he would have to hold on super tight, pretty tight. Whereas it's like <laughs> I think it would launch out of it your hands. It would just hands, fall out of his right? hands. Like yeah. just like playing golf and playing hockey and stuff is like you can drop your stick pretty easily. Like to be able to like no, I'm holding on. And it's like no. You, it would go out of your hands before you'd hold on that tight to fly over the railing. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's just, uh, I would love to cast some of these movies, man. <laughs> I think I have a computer brain when it comes to this, or it's like them, not them. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> uh, so one other I wrote down as just great visual scene again, definite trailer moment is the Mosasaurus. Like it's awesome. And I love the whole scene, but it's so short and means nothing. It's just kind of world building, I guess, and setting up that it's there so that it can come in at the end. But it is awesome. Like it's, it's a well-constructed scene, like it jumping straight up to the camera, which happens again later. And then even getting to see it under the water is pretty cool. Uh, but I think the above water thing, especially like the splash, it's pretty awesome. That's probably one of the best. Like, that's awesome, but it's not dumb. <laughs> like, it's actually just awesome. And it feels real. Like, this is something that would be part of a theme park. Yeah. Uh, talking about sponge hey, sponsorships like uh, not I don't want to get too crazy but that is similar to feeding the raptors in the first one the hanging food hanging um I almost thought that they were going to do that with the indominus because she says drop a steer right but it's just like uh like a rib cage or something and I was like oh I think they could have done the exact same thing and had the same cow. Yeah, they, they didn't. They were like, oh, man. That, that's too, that, too, that's on the too on the nose. We got to be more subtle <laughs> with our uh, uh, glow-in-the-dark glasses, whatever. <laughs> yeah. And then they also changed the script because uh, Owen sees that. And he's like, 
So you feed it with that. Okay. But the original line was, the Indominus doesn't want to be fed. <laughs> it wants to hunt. <laughs> yeah. Um, the fact that this guy works on the island and does like it's just yeah whatever I don't care. That's yeah he's not part of the the park he's Ingen I guess or I don't even know if he is part of Ingen like it seems like Hoskins is Ingen but he reports to him but I yeah I don't understand <laughs> the hierarchy there but uh, there's nothing to understand. Uh, so yeah, you talked about the sponsorships with other things. Did you notice the constant Mercedes Benz yeah. commercials? A hundred percent where it's like the way they're shot where it's like, and, it's, yeah. and like the way you know it is you always see that front emblem. Right? Yeah. That, that is how you know. Like, they'll even, like, go right across it or whatever, where it's, like, in other ones, they don't emphasize it. Talk about New Girl. There's a couple scenes in there where it's so obvious a car is sponsoring the TV show. (laughs) It's, like, how it's shot. It's, like, talking about Transformers, too. It's, like, car commercials. Uh, But, yeah. That, it does make you kind of want to throw up in your mouth whereas it's like I don't feel like Ford is this big sponsor of Jurassic Park it just happens and like the fact that Ford's one and then Jeep is another those are completely different companies right it's just like they just happen to get what makes sense but like there's no Spielberg does not stoop to the level of like zooming in on the Ford emblem yeah like you could watch that movie 10 times and never like and then ask someone what make are the cars on the tracks jeeps are just recognizable because that's a jeep just the shape and the headlights and stuff like that it doesn't need to say jeep call it jeep it's like nintendo yeah like it's like you call it even SUVs, Jeep sometimes. It's not a Jeep. I think Hammond probably says Jeep. You get your gas-powered yeah. Jeep and pickup. Yeah. But like, but so, it's like clean. But yeah, the, the, the Explorer, because it's a Ford Explorer, yeah. right, that the green ones are, it's like, I probably couldn't have told you that until like 10 years yeah. ago. My aunt had an just Explorer knowing things. in the 90s. Not that it looked like that, but it was just like yeah. That I think my grandpa did too. That type of look. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I wrote down the wrong thing. Um, <laughs> talking about the Indominus escaping or the that scene. Um. First of all, how stupid it is that. Uh, she has an implant in her back. I can track it from the the control room, and then she just leaves instead of just calling and saying, can you track this? Because right. she does it in the car anyways, and then she's not there to warn them. But then they, they go into the cage before hearing back from her. Um, so it's him, Fatty, and then <laughs> the guy that dies first 
but uh, <laughs> I wrote down Puerto Rican dies first. <laughs> but I think I meant Costa Rican. <laughs> uh, maybe he's not. Maybe he's Mexican. Who knows? This is a diverse cast. Uh, but I did like uh, when that scene is pretty good, other than it's dumb that they're in there and that it even happens. But the escape, um, I like that you can hear the door trying to close, like when it's shoved in between, like you can hear the motor right. uh, really working it. And then he just knocks it off. And then when that guy is sitting there and it's like, he just knows he's about to be eaten. I think is pretty good. Uh, like even before it knocks the truck out of the way. Um, and he's like, he kisses the cross on his neck and he's just like, I'm fat. I'm not going to run. (laughs) But, uh, something I, I haven't confirmed this. I'm sure that guy is big. I'm, I think he's in parks and rec actually. Now that I think about it, <laughs> I think he's a recurring guy that shows up at like town meetings, but, uh, he's big, but I think the reason he's big is so that they can kind of hide the harness that he's wearing there. Because I think there's a practical shot of him being lifted. Okay. And it's like, maybe by making him look extra fat in the earlier scene, in that scene when he's wearing something, then it looks normal, but maybe right, they yeah. made him look even bigger. Well, that, yeah, that's earlier. not uncommon. Yeah, there's lots of Hollywood stories. I'm pretty sure uh, Jason Alexander, George, and Seinfeld always had clothes that were like one size too small because he's not really a fat guy. But then they make him look bigger than he is. If you if your clothes don't fit properly, yeah. So yeah, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Uh, so okay. the talking about practical, I couldn't tell with the raptor heads in their little. Yeah, harnesses. that might be real. Like so there's a lot of movement to them, so it's like I don't know. Is it a little bit of both, or are they just? I think they like, might have those at one of the parks now. Okay. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, that would make sense. That would be cool. Especially if they weren't always there. That would be cool. Right. Where it's like, oh, they're not there this time. But then sometimes there's a handler there and it's like, oh, yeah, we're uh, giving them yeah. medicine. Uh, just, I'll just run through a couple other things that are like the amber, the mosquito amber. They, yeah. They got that. They, Dr. Wu, not just having characters that can be fat path Mr. DNA the Dilophosaurus hologram mm. Claire's outfit she does the little tie that matches Ellie. yeah I've never really thought oh, I've that, thought that but with I guess purple yeah and it's kind of like a nod pastel version of uh, even and then her when she's like yelling run not that it's like this thing yeah like Ellie yells run like in she says way. run and almost in the same position, like yeah. on all fours kind of yeah. thing. Like Claire's twist a little bit, but yeah. yeah. There, and like the mural, we said the banner, night vision, uh, the jeeps, the raptors surrounding people, someone saving them, 
all this stuff. Like, it's just constant. <laughs> yeah. Um, one thing about the old visitor center when they go there, I at least feel like, I think the word I used in my notes is it doesn't feel too precious where it's like, this is, this is what everyone came for. And like, the, look at all this. Like there's a lo- there's references here and there, the mural, the banner, but it's not, um, it's not like trying to be some show stopping right. moment. Uh, and nothing is too direct in like shop for shop kind of stuff. Like I was kind of wondering though, there's the part where the Indominus comes through the wall and, uh, yeah, I wouldn't do this, but if someone were so inclined, I've seen some Harry Potter memes. I haven't even seen this movie, but, um, he's yelling at Voldemort saying, how dare you stand where he stood? (laughs) You could use that for the Dominus where the T-Rex stood. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I think it's like, that could have been way more sickening and it's not that bad when they're there. It's just the Jeep thing is the only thing that really, not that it bothers me, but it's just like a dumb movie thing where it's like, let's fix this Jeep. It's been here for 20 years, not moving. Does it even have gas? (laughs) Uh, Talking about Amber, I like Dr. Wu's tea, how it looks like Amber. Right. He's got like a clear teapot and clear mugs just to like (laughs) show the color. It looks like Amber. Yeah, I kind of do like glass mugs sometimes. Uh, Going with that color... I, it made me think of it when Owen pours the gas on himself to cover the scent. Mm-hmm. It's like, do you think that's just like iced tea, or like what? <laughs> because it's like, yeah. At first, it's like, oh, oh that'd be that, too sticky. That's like gross. You wouldn't want to get gas in your eye. That hurts. It's like, <laughs> what am I thinking? It's obviously not gas. <laughs> That wasn't scripted. He just cut something right, out of the car. Or it's just like when you start thinking, <laughs> but things are. Is it gas? I don't think that would be gas. I would think it'd be some sort of lubricant. Yeah, maybe oil or whatever. I don't know. Like I don't know it's, cars. It's that well. pretty easy like, to cut as well. Which would, yeah, there's just some hose down there yeah. that you can cut with a little knife. I feel like if it was that easy, yeah. Oh, here's a direct one. You, we kind of talked about it but like the Gallimimus scene and then like it goes up to the monorail but like it's the same valley like that's a pretty yeah iconic location like it's used in lots of movies it's somewhere in Hawaii but uh, yeah and there's I like that uh, same when engines their helicopters coming in yeah the way it comes into the island, it's the exact same spot, and it looks like the same helicopter, just green yeah. or like military looking. Um, Engines never gone bankrupt. It's amazing. Um, they've got they, they, they've diversified. Yeah. Um, did you notice your pet peeve in this movie? The weight. One of your. No, not that one. Uh, this is also a real world <laughs> pet peeve. <laughs> the uh, wet feet. When uh, 
the ACU yeah. is tracking and the guy walks through the water. <laughs> but all I was thinking is like, that guy died with wet feet. <laughs> I, was I did notice that, but I did take a mental note where it's like, okay, maybe like he had, he to. had to and they're in the intensity. <laughs> and he's also like, he works here. He knows his uh, apartment's only a 20 minute drive away. Where it's like, yeah, yeah he's going to drive off or dry off later. It's more the the most survival yeah, situation. Egregious things is like the Lost World or Lord of the Rings. Where it's like, this stuff <laughs> is not drying out right away. You have no way to dry this. And you're just walking yeah. through creeks all over the place. <laughs> it's like, it is so true though, because like, just like with the kids and everything's melting now, it's like they want to wear shoes and it's like, okay, but like trying not to get things wet. And it's like, yeah. you get your socks wet at all. Like, they yeah. never dry. Like, even at home, it's like, why is there something wet in the kitchen that I just stepped right. in? Right. I'm not wearing these socks anymore. <laughs> right. I, I, like, that's the thing. If you get, like, a little wet, like, if you wash your hands and you get your sleeve a little wet, it's like, <laughs> yeah. if it's not that bad, it's like, okay, I'll endure this and it'll dry off and I won't notice. But yeah. it's like, if you get your socks wet in any situation, like, even if someone's mopped the floor too recently and you've stepped there with socks, it's like... You just got to throw those things away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, this could be a reference. Um, that scene when that guy gets eaten, or I don't know if it's him. I think he gets stepped on. Uh, but someone gets eaten and it like lifts him up into the trees. And yeah. It's obstructed yeah, yeah. by a branch. You could... You could say that's like Muldoon's death, where it's like just show it, but it's like yeah. it's just behind the the plant. I would say <laughs> this movie was pretty. It's not that crazy violent, and there's not that much no. swearing in it either. No. So, uh, which is nice because I I was watching it. Uh, my kids are off, and was watching it on my phone most of the time but then it's just like most of the time it's like yeah you guys can watch this this isn't scary like even like there's a lot of peaceful scenes so it's like that and then even like the scary scenes it's just like yeah I don't feel like I need to show them people getting eaten by dinosaurs but it's just like dinosaurs fighting dinosaurs it's like yeah whatever I don't care yeah and really it's just, well, I guess, yeah, there's the engine guys. Yeah, I didn't show the, by raptors, them that, but, but like other stuff. But even the flyer stuff, um, it doesn't really show no. much. It's more just like chaos. Yeah. Um, and a favorite moment in that scene is Margarita Guy. Oh, when he runs away with the margaritas? He grabs the drinks, which is actually... Um, shoot, what's his name? Uh, Jimmy Buffett. That's actually him, and it's a Margaritaville. Nice. Like you see the sign earlier, but I don't know what he looks like, and you don't really see his face. I'm sure he's wearing a hat and glasses, but apparently that's 
his cameo and I've seen uh, like cosplays at Comic-Con as someone as Margarita Guy and they're just running with two drinks. <laughs> That's a good moment. Um, so you're t- when you're talking about Transformers and the look, there's something about the look of this. I, d- I don't know if I dislike it or if I just think it's weird. I couldn't put my finger on it what it is about it. Um, one thing I will say is it looks very digital. Yes. Like you can tell it's not film. Mm-hmm. I, I, that's very funny that you brought that up because I looked up YouTube stuff this week of like digital versus film because I don't pretend that I'm this connoisseur yeah. that can tell the difference all the time. And then there's like a lot of times where it's like I can't tell the difference. And then I'm almost indifferent to like people say like yeah. film so much richer and all this other stuff. And it's like, I could see your point, but like there's times where it's like, I like that idea, but it's like, I also love crisp and crazy clear. Yeah. Like I love depends super, on the movie. And not that you can't have that with film, especially nowadays, but like super, you go into a TV store and like some crazy OLED crazy 4k it's like i love how this looks (laughs) yeah but this it's like i was watching it on blu-ray so it was on our big tv so it's what i usually watch things on but there were times where it was like i felt like it was getting blurry when it shouldn't be and there's something with the color grading that is very like I want to say gray, but that could just be the production design where just there's a lot of gray no, in the I movie. No, I think it's like I don't know. I wouldn't say it's. It's like, like a really filter. high saturation, yes, saturated. but at the same time, very like white or not white, but like yeah, gray. Like, but the colors are popping too. So it's almost a contradiction, but I don't know. It's, uh, I wasn't really a fan of that. Um, but it does give it it, a unique look and I don't dislike it, but yeah, it was just like a weird thing. I was noticing this time around. Right. Yeah. I, it, it is weird because it is, uh, a colorful movie, but it is like, it's not, uh, Zack Snyder desaturated, but it is. And it's not Michael Bay hypersaturated. (laughs) (laughs) It's like this weird in between, but, or it's like only certain colors. Cause, and maybe it's just the characters, but the blues and like reds or Amber, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, like her hair really yeah. comes out. And um, it is, I don't know, there's just those little pops. I guess I should be embarrassed, but I do like how Michael Bay movies look. Not all of them. Like, I don't think I like how Transformers looks. Uh, like, especially the action and crazy stuff. But like... Uh, I do kind of, I'm an idiot. I like the, 
like low camera angles and like sunsets and just like yeah. the uh, Americana, like at the end of Armageddon and stuff. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, I like 1950s Coca-Cola, Coca-Cola advertisements set with a sunset on it. It's just like, yeah, this is, it's pleasant to look at. Yeah. There's a lot of that in Armageddon. I watched Pain um, and Gain. <laughs> I haven't seen that, well, but it's it, but it sounds like a movie I wouldn't watch ever. Uh, <laughs> Just who's in it? Yeah, but it, it's actually uh, like it wasn't amazing by any stretch. But The Rock is actually like I felt him not being just The Rock. He felt like a different character in that. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of like it's in Miami, so it's a lot of sunsets and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um. Well, I love The Rock, the movie. Right. <laughs> so there you go. Um. What was I just gonna mention? Oh. This one I actually wrote down like poetry. It rhymes. Kids in a vehicle, dino coming down toward glass above them. (laughs) Like that is a direct thing. Even not the exact same, but like how they're on the they are on the ground, and then it smashes on them, but they're protected like conveniently around. It's. It reminded me of the first one when they come out of the tree and they duck and the thing falls over. And it's like, it's the Aladdin with the window, you know what I'm saying? In the snow. Yeah. <laughs> There's a million things. Like, it's funny consuming so much crap, like looking at, uh, like just watching your kids grow up. And it's like, they don't have as many references to stuff as you like max has a million questions about everything and it's just like one day you'll be cynical like me and think you've seen everything in 18 different ways but it's all the same crap and uh yeah that kind of like even in the lost world of them falling up the rv with the rope it's like chaos around you but you're somehow protected we we gotta get a YouTube channel so I can we can throw videos like this together and we can just add stuff like that people walking through water people (laughs) things that are heavy that these characters are carrying that are not heavy and then uh, yeah yeah we need a a video episode of that stuff the, just the character's heavy clips. thing is actually obnoxious because there's that all over the place but then even they'll use it for super strong characters but it's like mm-hmm. so many times that doesn't work where it's like in man of steel they do make it work where it's like you can't just grab a bumper of a car it's like that would rip off the car. It's yeah. like you would you have to almost like crush it a little bit. But there's so many other movies where it's just like, yeah, you can 
magically even your superheroes can like hold the table. It's like that wouldn't work like that. Yeah, the table would break. Right. Or even in Iron Man, I feel like it's not that bad. But um, at the fight at the end, they end up on like the road, and he like picks up a car right. for some reason. And, but it's like the back end of that car is very heavy. So you would have to be like gripping into that to leverage that, but then you're going to be ripping the hood off or like the whole car is heavy. You have to be holding the frame. It's not like, I don't believe you could lift what you're doing, but the car's integrity would not hold up to that uh, position. Yeah. It's like picking up a house. The house is going to collapse. Like it's like yeah, it has to it's be. not just one piece. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a toy. Right. <laughs> um I think of that all the time with uh shoes. Like <laughs> I feel like this might be in a movie, but it's like if someone were to hit Superman or like a, a car to hit him and he just stand there and not move, it's like but your shoes would get destroyed. Like you would be moved. Your shoes would get destroyed. Like, if he's wearing sneakers, and I don't know if he ever is, but if he was, and got, like, oh, a car his, runs into him, he, his his power is not transferred to the shoes to be able to grip the ground. It's like, yeah, he he would still get moved because the shoes would just get ripped apart by, like, the friction on the ground. right. Uh, I think I understand what you're saying, and that's it can kind of go with like his suit too. At yeah, some times. if he's wearing a suit, but maybe like that's his almost like with specials. every character too. And then also, it's like how much does Superman weigh? Because it's just like yeah. what you're saying. If like someone throws a house at him, he would survive. But does he just like is he 250 pounds? Like a yeah. normal man or does he weigh 10,000 pounds and <laughs> can't be moved yeah it's these questions need answers yeah it's a problem um <clears throat> no way they could get the hero to run what Turn on. Oh, that must have been an autocorrect. I'm talking about the Jeep, not hero. What the f- okay. Uh, Margarita Man. Uh, this is not anything amazing, but uh, Bryce Dallas Howard didn't know that uh, Chris Pratt was going to kiss her in that scene. It was like a little thing that either he was told to do or he just did unscripted. So her reaction is genuine surprise. Uh, I had the note of the kiss. It's just like, I don't know what they're trying to do with that. It's weird. Well, I think it's uh, kind, of, kind of for the kids. Like they see it happen. Right. So, and that's like their introduction to him too. So I don't know if it's just to set them on some expectation. I do. (laughs) I did appreciate when like he's driving with the Raptors 
and then one kid's like, your boyfriend's a badass. And it's like, it is true yeah. when you think of it. Like, what if yeah. this was the real world, he's got a rifle and he's <laughs> on a motorcycle driving with raptors. And yeah. he's like, I like her reaction to that, too, where it's kind of like schoolgirl, like, yeah. my boyfriend. <laughs> and like, <laughs> he is so cool. But really, like, originally she just hated right. him. <laughs> but now it's like, yeah, he's awesome. Um, but that, okay. So that scene before the kiss, she unloads a gun on the one thing. So it's like you were mentioning either they're amazing or they suck with the gun and she's just (laughs) amazing. Not that it's like a hard shot because it seems like she's right in front of it. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what else to say about that, but. Just a little thing. And then she never shoots anything ever again. Um, Jumping back, actually, we talked about it briefly, but what do you think of her wardrobe transformation, other than it being a reference to Ellie, but just like in concept? (laughs) I don't know. I'm not crazy about... I'm not crazy about Bryce Dallas Howard to begin with. (laughs) So she's yeah. no Jessica Chastain as much as people want to pretend that she is. <laughs> well, they would get confused for one another when they both lived in New York. Yeah, but that's uh, dummies. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I'm fine with it. It's. I wonder, like, did she actually run in those high heels, or is that like generated I think so. later? I feel like someone, like a talk show, asked her that, and I feel like it is a real. That's impressive. Run in those. Yeah. Like, that is. And that's the thing with that scene when she, like, does the shirt thing. Uh, He says something about, like, you're in those heels and you're not going to be able to run in them or something like that. And then she does this little shirt tie thing. It's like. That has nothing to do with your yeah. shoes. I did because <laughs> I knew the shoe thing was coming up. Like when they're running out of the uh, visitor center and all this stuff, there's a, a lot of scenes of her running where you're not, and I know they do this all the time, but you never see her feet where it's like, you know that she's not wearing heels yeah. running through the jungle there, like as a practical filming matter. But yeah, if she was actually, if that's no digital or special effects where they like put heels on her after she's wearing (laughs) like it is impressive like that's insane yeah i feel like i've heard that right i believe it some you must be able to do it if you wear them all the time get used to them it's just like i couldn't imagine couldn't imagine can't even imagine running Um, engine helicopter approach is the same. Uh, well, this is a cool shot and I don't, I'm, I just forgot about it. I'm sure I've noticed it before, but when he is giving them the scent with the hunk of flesh, with the blinking light bulb, uh, you don't see the raptors. It's like they're in the cage, but you see their breath. Okay. I think that's pretty cool. It's like at night and there's the lights on and stuff and you, you can see their, their breath coming through the cage. It's pretty awesome. Uh, 
Uh, and then you see Michael Sarah again, and he's the one that presses the button to release mm-hmm. them. He doesn't and look like confident the, about it. But yeah, he does it. I think he looks overconfident oh, okay. about it. Like, like he's really like exaggerated pressing the button, like, let's do okay. this. Like, yeah, I got that. He's really I, slamming yeah. it. <laughs> but yeah, I'm sure he's a little worried about, like, they're going to come eat me. Um, so something I was thinking when they're having their chat with the Indominus, um, I wonder if you were to change the pitch of its noises, if it would sound like a raptor. Because some of the noises, like, yeah, I could kind of hear that, that it sounds similar. So I've never heard that about, like, oh, this is how we made its noises. But that would make sense. Um, She waits to run from the T-Rex for too long. Mm-hmm. She's just standing there, and it's like right in front of her that's, before she that's starts running. All movies where it's yeah. just like anything that's big or has any speed at all, and it's just like okay, like even in this one, not that they wait too long, but like the kids are running away from the Indominus and they go over the waterfall. It's like this thing is catching you in three strides. Bang, bang, bang. Mm-hmm. It would be on top of you. Right? Yeah. Uh, but that's that's movie magic. Yeah. It's just a movie thing. I, d- I don't even care about the heels. I, I care more about how long she waits to run. Yeah. No, the heels, I think, <laughs> is good because that's part of her character. And yeah. Like a cool little thing like that's the point partially whereas yes the waiting too long it's there's so many hey waiting too long i watched (laughs) i had to cleanse myself from the batman and uh watch dark knight rises waiting too long to get rid of that bomb it is outrageous it's like (laughs) we have a ticking (laughs) clock and it's just like Let's just talk it out here. It's like, this is insane. Where it's like, you... We're getting off topic, but it's like, you take... (laughs) It kills anticipation if it never comes. Right? Where it's like, I'm not on the edge of my seat because you guys aren't on the edge of yours. Like, you're not like... uh, this is a one. There's no urgency. Yeah, the a great guy for urgency is J.J. Abrams, in the first Star Trek movie that he did, where the guys like Kirk is like running around, and everyone's running around, and it's like you feel the urgency, and it's just like when Batman's taking a sweet time to get rid of that nuke. It's like okay, I'm not feeling it. If you're able to talk about it, I'm not feeling it. That's why yeah. some things, like, uh, things like, it's not the same, but in the realm of that world, Lord of the Rings, the end of the fe- Fellowship, where then Aragorn's fighting that guy, Urukai, or Orc, or whatever, mm-hmm. how fast that fight goes, it's like, yeah. that is better than if they had, quote, better action 
but longer. It's like it's better to have faster action. Yeah. And you cut to the chase, and it's like not that it's like realistic or what, but you know what I mean. It's not Revenge of the Sith, where it's like you don't feel anything. It's like oh, bang, 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 boom, done. Right, where it's like there's yeah. urgency to it. We're fighting, like it's it's Boromir is lying there dying, and you're gonna have this epic right <laughs> like ten minute right. fight. It's like boom, no. boom, boom. We are trying to kill each other. It feels yeah. like what real life would happen, where it's like you there's like I should look into it, but what's like the average UFC fight type of thing, where it's like. I don't think they go on for 20 minutes. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, no, like someone's going to drop type of thing. It doesn't last that long. Boxing is a little different, but yeah. Yeah. Revenge of the Sith sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that fight goes on forever. For no reason. And it's not exciting. It is not exciting. And it's just like, yeah, you could be like, oh, they're they're so evenly matched. It's like, yeah, well, that's boring. When they're using the force and it looks like they want to hold hands and they're just, oh man, I it's, hate that. We got to do those movies. That would be <laughs> oh. epic. Um, speaking of epic, I like um, Claire, her pose on the ground after, um, I think it's just before yelling run, but like she. How she's lying there. Yeah, it's like looks like a movie poster or something gonna, like an old school. It, I, I I had that exact thought. It's like I feel like this is like uh, taken from King Kong or something. Yeah, it's got to be some sort of reference like yeah, that for sure. It's funny that we both notice that, but yeah, it, it doesn't seem classic movie poster natural. damsel. Is whatever. Yeah, it, 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 I bet you that pose is from King Kong or something like that. Um, oh, I just wanted to say quickly, the God get this in the physical media for this movie. Remember when they were mm-hmm. coming out with those tins? Yeah, I did not buy those. Of course, because it's just like, what are you going to do with that? It's just like you yeah. got this. So, listeners, you just have think of your DVD and a tin. That's just a little larger that your DVD could fit in there. So it's like you don't put this on your shelf. Like, how do you store that? It's insane. Yeah. I bet you everyone that owns that regrets it. Every <laughs> single one. <laughs> Were there other movies that did those? Well, they did them for all of them at the time. Like, you could get the all Jurassic oh. Parks individual okay. like that. It's like, oh, I, I didn't know that. I probably would have got the first one. I need more copies of the first one in different presentations. Yeah, I would have thought it was just this one. No, they're all. I remember. Um, I think, I think it was for this one, um, unless it's for the fifth one. My sister got a box set. And either this one was either coming out soon or this one was part of it and the other one was coming out soon, but it had a, an empty space. 
so that you can buy the next one to put in with the set before it ever came out. I thought that was cool. But now it doesn't matter because uh, there's another one. So let's see here. Jurassic World 3D. Yeah. See, yeah, I would display the first one and just like it wouldn't be. But how do you display it? You wouldn't put wall like outward facing so you would see that Jurassic Park thing. But I don't know if it stands on its own. (laughs) That's the real problem. Right. I thought it was, uh, maybe that picture just doesn't show it, but I thought the tin, it was like the front of it was the lid. So there was kind of a lip around the outside. So like if you were trying to stand it on its side, it wouldn't stand up. I don't know. But, yeah. Um, so, yeah, end of the movie. I like the fight. Um but it is kind of ridiculous, but like blue jumping on the T-Rex's back, like that kind of tag teaming stuff. It's like, it's cool, but also I don't think that's really what would happen, but would any of this happen? (laughs) So who cares? And then I think the shot of the Mosasaurus jumping out looks awesome. Uh, And it's, it's exact. Yeah, it is the same. The, there's a, it's always a bigger fish. Uh, the bigger thing coming to save the day at the end. Um, I don't know why the T-Rex just walks off and like <laughs> it and blue just like nod at each other and go their separate ways. Yeah. Like that, that's just weird. And that doesn't feel like animals. Like I feel like they would, they wouldn't even run off. They would just be like, They'd eat it or something. Well, it gets dragged into the water. Oh, right, so. right. Uh, But, yeah, they would, uh, I don't know, be eating stuff from the restaurants. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was another thing I remember seeing. Um, someone made a comment about, like, yeah, because when raptors get thrown into a window, they explode. It's like, are you paying attention at all right. to this movie? Like, it, there's a shot of this grill thing. Like, it's a restaurant, and, like, I don't know if it's one of those, like, Benihana-type things or whatever, but, like, it shows the flash of fire at one point, and then the raptor gets thrown on it, and it happens again. It's not like the raptor is just exploding. No, <laughs> like, I know. People... Uh, see, yeah, they could have went full on out and had people eating dinosaurs. Like, they're breading them to eat and have, like, literal uh, Flintstones-type, like, giant pieces of meat eating a yeah. Brachiosaurus rib. Yeah, I feel like PETA might have something to say about that if, if it was a real thing and they are serving up dinosaur. But, yeah, they should have something like that. There we go. I always wanted to try those. The brontosaurus ribs, they looked amazing in the live action movie. Yeah. Yeah, there's some dinosaurs. Do you know? Well, 
not even just Dino. There's tons of dinosaurs. No, I know, but I'm just saying, like, the 90s had dinosaurs movies. Yeah. And a TV show. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I feel like uh, when you were mentioning um, pirates, it's like, oh, I think there's like a, there's pirate TV shows. Yeah. Or at least one. There's like Black Flag or something. Um, Black Sails. Um, and then there was a, a show, The Lost World. Yes. I remember that. That I remember watching. On the new were, VR. Yeah. And there were never dinosaurs. Very like rarely. You watch it for the promise of dinosaurs and never. Yeah, like, I yeah, feel you, like the first couple it. episodes. <laughs> It was like basically just Tarzan with the possibility you might get to see a dinosaur. Yeah, I should check that show. Yeah, that was like Sir Arthur Conan Doyle's The Lost World. Yeah. But, and I don't know how closely it is to that other than the concept of an island that time forgot <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. So... I don't know what I rated this before. I know it was definitely higher. And as the movie went on, I went lower and lower. I didn't... I don't hate it. I could easily rewatch it. It's not offensive to me. But purely judging it on, I think, its quality. I gave it a 3 out of 5. I think I enjoy it more than a 3 out of 5. But just like... I don't think it is good. It is not. You can't. It's too. Yeah. It's. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's my statement on that. <laughs> um, I think it is good. <laughs> and I like it. That's fine. <laughs> so I, I gave it a four. And it was a four previously. So I feel like I've. I've fallen into that and I'm probably never going to move on it. Um, cause I do balance quality and enjoyment and I think it's of decent quality. I think I, <laughs> uh, the lost world is on prime TV show. Oh, nice. Now I'm remembering some of this. Yeah. I'm sure it's terrible. Yeah, but there's... uh, Trying to see how many seasons there are. There's three seasons. So that's not that 22 episodes each. Could probably handle that. (laughs) This is like a modern... uh, Gilligan's Island... (laughs) Modern, <laughs> not really, but, but like <laughs> just seeing the pictures here, it's like like two women. Like one's like uh, looks like she's from uh, Planet of the Apes. Yeah, <laughs> Sheena. Yeah, I don't know. Um, did I tell you I'm watching? Oh, I haven't in a while, so it's I can't really say I'm watching, but. Uh, 
I watched a bunch of the show Lex. Do you remember that? I remember that. that. It was on city TV, probably. Yeah. Uh, it's actually that I feel like does hold up, like at least to what I remember it. It's not like it's amazing. It's a cheap uh, Canadian slash German <laughs> show from what I've read up on it. So it's got like production things, but uh, otherwise it's a pretty good sci-fi uh, for low budget, just kind of not quite Star Trek. We're just going planet to planet in this weird universe. Uh, it's a good time. Yeah, there is. I don't remember that one. Like I remember some of the characters there uh but there was another one andromeda and it was always billed oh, yeah. as gene's gene roddenberry's and gene roddenberry's uh-uh. is that uh kevin sorbo yeah hercules <laughs> also new vr man that time tv was nuts like yeah there's all those. And then, um, <laughs> this is really off topic, but, uh, kind of like Lex in a way, uh, there was Cleopatra 2525. Oh my goodness. That's funny. <laughs> and it was usually back to back with Jack of all trades with, uh, Bruce Campbell. Okay. <laughs> I have that on DVD. Well, for actually. Sure. Jack of all trades. Oh man. This was the golden age of television, <laughs> cheap television. Oh, man. I'm sure Cleopatra 2525 wasn't very good. I do remember the theme song a little bit. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of, oh, yeah, like, uh, Beastmaster and stuff, and then even like things like uh, Kung Fu: The Legend Continues. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> that was always a standard joke of ours with our brothers and stuff when we're about to like wrestle or something. It's like, watch out! I've watched five hours of Kung Fu today. <laughs> it's it so stupid, but yeah. Okay, well, we've set our piece about Jurassic World. Uh, I And I think the final shot of the T-Rex is nice. It's just a nice little shot. And that has the the, the new music. So if you wanted to uh, be refreshed on what that music is, just watch that scene. It's, it's uh, magnificent. So we'll do Fallen Kingdom in a few weeks time uh so this is coming out the 15th so we can do it the 12th of april but then so i guess june is when the next one comes out yeah so sorry no no jurassic movie in may We'll have to find something else to. We could do the original Lost World. The show? (laughs) Uh, No. 
And uh, so next week, I forgot about this, we'll, uh, is uh, leading up to the Oscars. So we're going to talk award season movies. I have to watch a bunch. <laughs> I've only seen a few and I've been meaning to watch a bunch. So this is going to force me to binge some, uh, some nominees. And it's funny actually. Um, so next week is St. Patrick's day. I think is that the 17th right. of March? And same day, it, f- it falls on Purim, which is Jewish holiday. Um, and I think I mentioned this, I don't know if it was on the show or if just us talking about Oscar season and how I like to watch uh, For Your Consideration. Okay. And I didn't even realize that movie, the, the movie that it's about they're making a movie called home per, home for Purim. And it's like this very Jewish movie and there's lots of stuff about Purim in it. And, uh, I like to watch it around Oscar season. So maybe next week I will watch that for a double whammy. Uh, Purim Oscar season. <laughs> win, win. So, I don't know if you want to do any sort of, uh, what do you call that? I wouldn't be betting, but like predictions, Oscar predictions. I feel like I don't know enough. I to, don't know enough. I'd like to watch a few, but I, some people are good at like saying this one should win, but this one will win. Yeah. Like they just know this is what they lean towards. I, Nothing I like wins. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't, I'm not a good judge. So they we'll just talk about the passengers and you never forget them. Yeah. Snubbed. Um, I can't believe we talked this long about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We didn't even talk about anything else before. We just got right into yeah. it. Uh, yeah, this movie's great. Lots to talk it about. Is, I, that's the thing. I do like... The, it's a good popcorn movie. It's fun. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's definitely like an easy watch. I feel like I have more negative things to say about it, but it's one of those things where it's like, it's easy to pick it apart, but I lovingly say these things. Yeah. I just notice them. I don't so. hate it again. Like, the... I am interested in seeing the next one because I've only seen it once. I remember hating it. I, yeah, having watched this one, I want to just watch it now, but I'll wait so it's fresh when we talk about it. Because I I do like the next one. Yeah. No, that's, uh, it'll be fine. (laughs) Fine thing to look forward to. Alrighty. Thanks for listening. 